This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor! Celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. Going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. Jumping Jean Jean, Moody James Dean. Going Cleveland rocks, Cleveland rocks. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA tonight, this is the Emperor's Court on Verse the World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Good to be back. After our three-week break for you, but Indeed. only a break Indeed. for me. And I'm, and I'm sick, so I'm, I I'm, I'm at 90%, but 90% of Highlander is still better than, better than 100% of any other show host. See, there you go. So Highlander, gutting through it, showing quite a bit of metal. We have a quickening. Is there a quickening tonight? Of course no, there's, there's a, a quickening. All is, of the segments are back. Is, is the Pope Catholic? Yeah. Come, on. Come on. Supposedly, yes. Of course, a, of course there's a quickening. Unfortunately, our third guest host has not yet arrived and is doubtful for the rest of the evening. I'm sure as everybody guessed, it was Baron Von Gosu. Uh, he had intended to be here this evening. However, due to conditions that, as I mentioned during the pre-show music, he may not be here. Although Highlander, who only lives a couple streets away, somehow made it through. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Just goes to show you the the metal of some men as right. opposed to others. He's a pussy. So how did uh, Baron do last week? Uh, as a show host, he did okay. He did okay. I really okay. like his impressions. His quickening blew. But he they, did a quickening? Yes, he tried. He did a live oh, quickening. He didn't right. go particularly well, but he did it. Uh, they did, the uh, IRC crowd did suggest a new segment, the Baron Blitz, which I was explaining prior to going on the air here. Right, so you're going to get him drunk and then yes. do impressions. I guess, and just let him go at the mic for 15 minutes and see what happens. Okay. How'd that work out? Uh, well, we haven't gotten there yet. That was just the suggested Oh, thing, so. okay, okay. There you have it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, if you are not in IRC or don't know how to get in touch with the show... You must be a new listener or a retard. Either way, listen to this. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. And there you have it. All right. You, you want me to tell everyone about my harrowing uh, wedding Yes, adventure? actually, because uh, there's a couple things we actually need to get out of the way here before we get going. Um, I would like to hear this story because I only got the synopsis of it. Okay. I have a story of my own to tell, as you are well aware. Right. Prior to doing that, however, a couple programming notes. One, as I said during the pregame music, because I'm so pissed, 
our mic stands have gotten to the point where it's becoming a hindrance every single week that we try to get these things to work. They are kind of sucky. They sucky. Now, they I originally did it because I was trying to do everything on the cheap since the donations came from our listeners. I was trying to stretch every dollar as much as I could sure. so we didn't have to ask for a whole lot more. Right. These things suck. They're falling apart. They don't stay upright when they're supposed to. The cord on this one's bad. I got to throw is, up. Yeah. This cord, I have to throw it all together. As long as it wasn't bumped, it's fine. So Just the goes to show you that you, you do get what you pay for. You know? Well, you really do. I mean, the microphones we spent money on, and they're fantastic. The pop shields were cheap, but, you know, it's a pop shield. It's a pop. Yeah, all it is is just, like, pantyhose over a plastic thing. So I believe it was this time last year we actually took donations for all the equipment we ended up buying. So I'm going to do that again. Um, I don't think it's going to cost a great deal for a decent mic stand. I, I don't know how much no, you want, 25 no. 30 bucks a mic stand if, for a good one? Yeah, if. Well, these cost me uh, 20 bucks. Okay. So maybe, so maybe double it. I don't know. All right. So it's if you would Isn't like that, uh, to donate. What's, what, what's that law? I can't remember who it is that came up with that. Where whatever the budget is, right? Uh, always double it and tack on an extra year for development or something like that. I, I can't remember what that law is, though. It's kind of like Murphy's Law. The Law of Development? No, it's 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 obviously a sarcastic thing, but right. it's, it's it's meant to show not that, too far out of the realm of the pop, right, like, you know, right. truth, though. What the heck is that? I don't. Know, I can't think of it. Go ahead. Any rate, ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to please donate to the show. Um, I don't, really don't know what we would give you for donating, other than a hearty thank you and a personal email for me, like last time. But if you'd please e- uh, send you our PayPal uh, uh, donations to emperor one g at cox dot dot net, the same one that you always email. Maybe they could sponsor the show. This like, like Tostitos presents this Emperor's quickening Court. brought to you by <laughs> exactly. I don't know martyr number. That actually wouldn't be a bad idea. Sponsor segment. I like that idea. What do you think? Okay, all right, IRC. There you go. Something to discuss. Send in your donations, and therefore you will then sponsor a uh, segment part of, of our show. Choice. Yeah, there then we'll, we'll mention you. Like. Right. I like that idea. All right. Thank you, Nun Left. Who's got that posted there on the internet? All right. Second thing that's happening. It has nothing to do with our show, but it's kind of a big deal. So I said that I would pimp this out, and we'll do so now. Is that is that the most amount of tabs you've ever had open? Pretty because much. Because you're you've got a pretty large monitor, as most people. Know. Yes, I do. But uh, they don't all fit the screen. It's I incredible. assume with Baron von Gosa here that things would progress uh, quickly. As you know, oh really? Was he yeah. like that's stupid? Right. Move on. And the next. So, <laughs> any rate, a Paul and Storm on Alpha Geek Interviews. This is the Legendary Geek comedy duo, co-finders of Wootstock from Wootstock.net. All around funny guys, Paul and Storm will be appearing on Alpha Geek Interviews with GnomeWise. The episode will air live right here on VTW Productions at 6.30 p.m. Eastern on Sunday, February 13th. So there is the plug for that Have you ever interview. heard Paul and Storm? No. Have you? No, I, I thought I played you the... Uh... The one where they do it's it's a song, but it's more like a chant. Like oh, a, like, yes, like a yes, Gregorian yes. chant about yes. the two nuns fighting. You did send that. That's okay. that was Paul and Storm, and they usually also uh, team up with Jonathan Colton. If you're familiar with him, I do. Okay, Jonathan Colton, he's the one that did Portal, I believe. Yes, yes, he yeah, one yeah, did yeah. Portal. He was at Ohio Con a couple years ago. A lot of times, the three of them will get together and do concerts and things like that. Little Rex says, "Hey, Emp, I was listening to the last show of the Esports Empire, and you said hell would freeze over." And healthcare would be passed before you ever cast it on Pokemon. Well, healthcare is passed, and I am sh- sure the past Wednesday storm counts as hell freezing over. So when are you going to ca- shoutcast a Pokemon match? Well, two things. One, it hasn't uh, stopped snowing, and I don't know about hell freezing. But healthcare has already been, again, it was just struck down again this week as being unconstitutional and is about to be repealed. So, yeah, that it's doesn't not really count. Be oh, I think it will. No. I think it's going to have to wait until 2012, but it's, I think it's, it's going to. It's not down. even going to get, well, it's not even going to get brought up in the Senate. 
Pro- well, that's again, what Harry not- Reid's already said. I'm right. not even going to be Right, wrong. until it switches over in 2012, which you know it will be. I don't know if we're going to win the presidency, but I think the Senate's a lock. I, obviously, the House is. But more, more realistically, I think the Supreme Court's going to look at it. It's going to be a 5-4 decision saying no. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Go and redo it. Actually, I did pull a couple articles for you, one of which was that Hawaiian governor. I, I meant to kind of ambush The Hawaii this. governor? Yes. He made a big deal for weeks and weeks and weeks about wanting to release Obama's um, birth certificate, only to then admit that he didn't have it. Then he couldn't find it, and then admitted that they're not in the archives of Hawaii, but they're somewhere. He knows that they're, he's seen them. It's been on the – I've seen his – Apparently, the one that they show right. is a temporary one that they can give to anyone regardless of where you've been born. Hawaii is the only state that does that. It's called a short form. Okay. I guess what everybody wants, and this is what I think is 16 states are now in the process of passing legislation that says in order to run for president and be on the ballot in the state, you must have an actual long-term, long-form birth certificate like you and I have from a hospital. It must have a hospital, a physician, this, that, and the other. So A hospital and a physician? So if you're not born in a hospital, you can't well, be Well, that president? was my thing, but I guess then you have <clears throat> to have a doctor sign off on it saying, okay, we checked out the baby and it's there. I don't know. Hmm. I haven't looked into legislation that much, but apparently that's what they're trying to pass. Okay. I guess this whole Bertha thing has gained a lot of steam lately, and I guess the swine governor, the dumbass that he is, said, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to prove it. I'm going to show it to you tomorrow. And then tomorrow came, and uh, we, we don't have it, but it's in the archives. And the next week he said, well, they're not in the archives. We don't know where they are, but they're there. We'll find them. So... I don't know what will go with it. I just okay. think it was kind of interesting. You know, so. That is interesting. So we'll see where that goes. That's the first I've heard. So we're broadcasting everywhere in the world except Egypt. So, Yes. All three of our Egyptian fans cannot get us. Do but we actually have Egyptian fans? I have no idea. If we did, they're probably riding right now anyways. Along with everyone else. How the hell did that just happen? Uh, it started, just, started in Tunisia. I know it started in Tunisia. Worked its way out uh, just about every single country. Yeah, I've noticed that. It's like spreading everywhere. I'm waiting yeah. for it to happen here in Cleveland so I can go riding. I need a new TV. I mean, I need freedom. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me fight for my freedom by swiping a set of speakers out of uh, Best Buy. Did you see Anderson Cooper getting punched in the face? That was funny. I figured you thought that was <laughs> that funny. dick. We're over here to show the, the plight of the people. And oh, wait. I, I saw Katie Couric getting shout, shouted down at least twice. And then there was some other reporter that got like shoved around. And All these ultra libtards, and they go over there and... The people they want to support don't want them. We're not popular over there right now. But I tell you, the biggest fuck you that's come along in a while, I don't know if you saw the story break last night, but apparently in order for us to get that new START treaty with uh, the Russians, the United States, under Obama's, Obama's direct supervision and direct orders, revealed to Russia the, all of the nuclear secrets of the United Kingdom. All the missiles we provide them, all the Trident missiles, their serial numbers, where they're located and how many they have. I see. Apparently, we asked for the UK permission for it earlier. They said, of course not. We don't want you giving the Russians their info. So I guess we did it anyways. And where did it all come out of? The WikiLeaks documents. I see. Oops. So I'm starting to have a second opinions about this WikiLeaks thing. I start more and more is coming out. And I'm like, I can't believe this shit was going on. And somehow we let this happen. So uh, my apologies to the UK. God, that must suck. Because I, mean, I guess for years they were pretending, and I don't know if they're pretending, but they're trying to keep their amount of nuclear missiles secret. That's oh, gone now. I don't even know why they need nuclear missiles in the first place. Who's I going to attack them? Don't, well, the Soviets, up until recent times. Up until and, 1990. Right. Which and, is, what, 21 years ago? I know. Well, hey, everyone's entitled to their own you know, defense, I suppose, as long as you don't plan on using them on for indiscriminately. Iran, so North Korea. 
But, uh, yeah, it sucks for them. It, we had no business telling the Russians. I guess they said, well, we're not going to sign your START treaty unless you tell us what the U.K. has. I don't even know why they came into the conversation. I, I don't it's know American-Russian treaty. What the hell do anybody care about the Brits? So I sucks for them. My apologies for that. Uh, you have to wait a couple of years so we can fix that. All right, so that is all of the politics for the show. Tell us your riveting tale of daring do. Uh, daring you, do. Of that two weeks where you were gone. There you go. Stuff happened to you. Well, yes, stuff did happen to me. The reason I was out was because I was involved in my cousin's wedding. Uh, I've been friends with my cousin my entire life, literally my entire life. He's three months younger than me. And our families have been very close, obviously, because my dad and my sister, you know, my, what am I trying to think of? My aunt is my sister's, good Lord, I can't even put it wow, together. This story my aunt two is my father's sister. There we go. It's like that horrible part in Spaceballs, like my brother's sister's cousin's <laughs> former roommate. Right. So what does that make us? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, I missed the one show because of the rehearsal for the wedding, which was an Orthodox wedding. Very peculiar. The girl that my cousin married is Orthodox, which is strange because my cousin doesn't believe in God, and yet he's uh, you know having an Orthodox wedding. Which well, I, I guess mean, I, you're doing it for her. You're, you're not doing, doing it for, for her, yeah. yeah. But uh, apparently they had to join that particular church in mm-hmm. order to have the wedding there. So he actually gets up and goes to church every Sunday to an Orthodox church. Now, I'd never been in an Orthodox church. Well, that's a little church. more hypocritical. But that's kind of, yeah, yeah, but I, I didn't bring it up on the wedding day right. because it's their day, you know, whatever. Right. I can bring it up later when, you know, things happen. But anyway, regardless, uh, I'd never been to an Orthodox wedding or service or anything. I'd, I'd been to just about every other single one. I, you know, I was raised Lutheran. I've gone to Catholic services. I've gone to Anglican services, Methodist, Baptist. The Baptist one was weird. I very, very I would strange. think they're pretty much all the same. They all kind of derive from the well, same origin. Well, the Orthodox one was a little different. Little, little different. Uh, everyone stands the entire time. Even the old people stand. Uh, there is no music allowed in any Orthodox service. No, uh, well, not music. No instruments. I'm sorry. I take that back. So no organ. No, you know. I'm pretty like sure that. that Christ said on the cross, "I hate trumpets." Exactly. So. so what they do is they sing the entire service. They have like a huge choir, right? And everybody sings everything, and oh. that kind of like weird chant, like da 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 do 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 do, like that kind of thing. Okay, so they sing everything. That's different. Yeah, yeah. And so um, anyway, I, I walk into the church, and it's everything's all very um, sounds like or, a bad joke. Very ornate. So I walked into the church. It's one a, day. it's Saint Theodosius Cathedral in Tremont. Uh, very beautiful cathedral. In I will, Tremont. In Tremont, I give it its I give it its props. Very ornate and beautiful. Uh, you bring your vest. You walk in, and there's murals of everything all over the place. Right. Uh, a whole lot of uh, ornate, gilded kind of stuff. I don't know if it was gold. It was probably more like copper. It's in Tremont. It's probably tin. No, no, no. This was this was there. There was some money put into this when it was made. I can tell you right now. Maybe it was made. It was, but it's still freaking Tremont. That's the south side. For for a. Uh, for a cathedral, it was actually pretty small. Now, it was very tall. In fact, if you look all the way up, they had those big onion domes. Oh, yeah, If you look yeah, up yeah. at the very, very tippy top, there's like this big picture of Jesus looking down at you. But it's orthodox, so it looks like Dracula. At least that's what I thought of. It's, it almost looked like, like, imagine like a drawing of like uh, Vlad Tepes. Okay. As Vlad Jesus. Taylor. Oh, yeah, Vlad really? Taylor. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Okay. And it was kind of like dark eyes or looked like he's wearing like eyeliner and that kind of thing. And he's very gaunt. That's what I thought. I thought he kind of looked like Vampire Jesus. But I didn't tell the priest that. 
because I didn't want to probably be probably a wise decision. Do you know that Christ looks like Dracula? Although, although all, all the groomsmen and I, we all got together and we all agreed that there was some sort of, uh, you know, man, it looks kind of although uh, uh, like uh, Vampire Vlad. Jesus. God, I can never pronounce his last name. Vlad, Vlad Tepish. Tep- Tepish. Well, it, it's T E P E S, but the because it's East, it's right. Tepish. Very Catholic. Hated the Turks. Did a great job. Was he Catholic? I thought he was Orthodox. No, he fought for the Catholic Church. Did he? Oh, yeah. I mean, I knew he was Christian. I yeah, knew well, that, I'm but pretty I sure he Catholic. fought against the Turks. Yes, he did fight against the Turks. Speaking of which, we have an uh, email from Digit uh, regarding Kentucky. Regarding Kentucky? Yes, the controversy continues. Or Kentucky and the Union. Uh, who cares? I do. So continue your story. Fine, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we have the rehearsal, and it's, it's all fine. Uh, they <laughs> have the... Uh, Mills of everything must be large. <laughs> Nice. <coughs> Ooh, excuse me. It's unprofessional to cough until a microphone. Very professional. Go ahead. I could even cough louder if necessary. I'm sure you could. But they have those. Uh, if you've ever seen uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, which is what made me think of the vampire Jesus, they do an Orthodox wedding in Bram Stoker's Dracula. They have like the, the little halos with the flowers on them, and they, they put them on the head of the bride and the groom. Okay. And they, like, they give the sign of the cross like three times. They do everything three times. In the Orthodox Church. They say everything three times. I guess they really like the Trinity. The, I'm sure that's the reason why. They have the altar in almost like the... It's, it's not the middle of the aisle, but maybe like the upper third. That's where the altar is. And you have to... After they get married, they go around the altar three times while everyone's singing. But what makes the story even more fascinating... So let's jump ahead to the day of the wedding. And it's about 20 minutes before the rehearsal, and I decide I need to go to the bathroom. Because I know it's going to be a hell of a long time before I go to the bathroom. Because I was told beforehand that the Orthodox wedding takes a long time to do. Well, you got to say everything three times. Exactly. I do. I do. And if you don't say it a third time, it doesn't count. It was, it was easy more than an hour. And there, and there was no sermon either. Really? It was more than an hour, no sermon. Okay. Yeah, crazy. So, like I said, for a cathedral, it's very small. There actually is no bathroom in the cathedral. They have, like, a building, like, next door, or however you want to call it. So you have to literally walk outside, down the stone steps, and then just kind of go along the sidewalk till you get to the next door building. And then they have the, the fellowship hall and the bathrooms and the coffee and all that kind of stuff down there. So I decided to go out there. I'm walking down the steps. I'm not going very fast. I'm going kind of at a regular speed because I know that it's very cold outside and it could be slippery. So I get to the very last step and my shoe slips up almost like I'm stepping on a banana peel and I fly up in the air, literally almost horizontal, and I land on the small of my back on the corner of like the last step. A concrete step. On a concrete step. And let me tell you, that hurt like a son of a bitch. Like, to be honest, you're lucky you didn't get paralyzed. Like really bad. Like, really, really bad. Um, well, I knew I wasn't paralyzed. <laughs> nice, Barry. So Orthodox chicks would dig my Triforce tattoo? They would, yes, indeed. I'm also reading execs. Uh, he's apparently a Romanian. He's giving the rundown on Transylvania. <laughs> They're Orthodox, and apparently the nobles weren't, so I was right there, Catholic. Oh, Continue okay. with your story. That's interesting. So you were fighting paralyzation. So I was fighting paralyzation, and, everyone, and there, there were some other people around. In fact, the, the mother of uh, the bride is the one who was you know, walking me over to the bathroom, because I had no idea what the hell it was. I, I thought it was in the cathedral, and it wasn't. Why, why right. would you have bathroom inside the very building that you're going to be in? So I, I'm like, oh, you all right? And I'm like, oh, I think so. Yeah, I'm going to be, oh, God. So I, I, <laughs> I, I get up, I brush myself off, and my back is howling. It is so bad. 
Like I can't even bend over or like bend to the left or right. Like maybe maybe an inch. At Did you have to cry out in pain three times? It's <laughs> nice, Santa. <laughs> so I, I I hobble over to the bathroom and I'm I'm just sitting down. Like I'm not even I don't even have to go now at this point because the pain is so intense. I'm just sitting down trying to rest my back because I know what I have to go through for the next hour. I have to stand up ramrod with this horrible back situation. <laughs> And I wasn't going to ruin the entire wedding just because, oh, my back. You know, I wasn't going to be that right. guy. I was going to be that guy. Because obviously then that would be the thing that everyone would remember. Like, oh, you remember when... Give me uh, the cortisone uh, shot. I'm going in. Exactly. That felt like a football player. Like, oh, just give me a shot, coach. They'll do a lap. So I, I make my way back. And they're like, oh, are you all right? Like, oh, my God. Um, my parents walk in. Because my parents were invited, of course. Because they're Related. related. Uh, my parents and my sister and her boyfriend, and I'm like, I am in so much pain. I told them what happened, and they're like, holy crap, you need to go to the doctor? Like, uh, I think I'll be okay. I'm right. Not, yeah, I mean, you paralyzed. fall on the small of your back onto a concrete step, but you'll be oh, fine. It wasn't, no, it wasn't concrete. It was stone. Okay, there's a difference. I'm sorry. Well, that makes it all the better. <laughs> my apologies. Well, okay, now That's that I know right. it's stone, you're good. That's right. Go World of difference. <laughs> Luckily, my, my, uh, my sister had two leaves, so... She gives me the two leaves, <laughs> that, and, and I'm looking around like, well, what am I going to take it with? Holy water. I look. I guess you, you beat me to it. Bullshit. You did not drink holy water for your freaking aspirin. Yes, I sure as hell did. Did the priest know this? It's, that's, apparently, that's what it's there for. It's, it's not like the Catholic thing where there's a basin and you, you dip your fingers in. Right. It's actually like almost like a, like a water cooler. Like a, like, it looked like an old like water bottle of holy water in there. That's, that's what it was. Like I, I, I asked about it afterward because there was someone in the in the wedding party who was Orthodox also who went to that church. She was he was friends with um, the bride, and apparently that's what it's there for. The priest they they fill it up like every you know whenever it's empty, and then the priest blesses it, and that's supposed to be holy water. And if you have an ailment, you're supposed to drink it, and then because it's holy water, it's supposed to cure your ailment. There's only one problem. You don't believe in any of that shit. It doesn't exactly. work for you. But it was water. And they had right. little things to take it. So I was like, well, I don't care. Holy water or not. I'm taking it. So I, I, I used the holy water to you know, down my two leave. And I managed to hobble my way, you know, walk down the aisle with uh, my other cousin, who is a uh, sister of, of my cousin Paul. Okay. So that's who I was paired up with. And I've known her whole life, too, so that was no big deal. So we walked down the aisle, and I'm standing there the whole time, and my back is killing me. And it's just screaming in pain. And the ceremony just drags on and on, and everything's going in by threes, so it takes forever. And I'm, I'm quietly freaking out because I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fall over. If I, if I fall over, oh, it's, it's going to be like a movie. It's going to be like one of those things you see in the movies where like, the wedding gets stopped for some insane reason. But I managed to hold my way through it. And then there's the receiving line. Well, they had the receiving line inside the cathedral because it was the coldest day of the year. When the wedding, I think it was that was the day it was like five degrees or something like that. I still don't know why they chose a, a January wedding. I don't understand. I don't know either because because it's no. Unless, you never know what might happen. Right now, right now. You know, no. might might snow or you know might get slippery and people See, that's might why kill I their backs. Mystic women are going for June because that way we can always celebrate our anniversary in good weather. That's right. Which you, in Cleveland, you were you know. smart with that. So I, I I get through there and my parents come through the same line. They're like, so how how are you? I'm like bad. Like, I, like, we need to take you to the doctor bad? Like, no, I'll be okay. Because I'm, I'm that kind of st- – I, I don't go to the doctor. I don't know why. I, I just tough it out and stick it through. So move on to the reception. I have to say I liked your reception a heck of a lot better than my cousin's reception. 
Well, that's good enough. My I mean, cousin's Paul, but good your reception was like a wedding reception. You had all those things. You had the you know the dancing and the, the funny music, funny and music, and the the you know tossing of the bouquet and the right. garter belt and all that. They didn't do any of that stuff. None of it. It was more like a party. And then on top of all that, the music they played was horrible. I've I've never liked my cousin's taste in music. See, that's why I, if Mystic Mim got to choose most everything. I made sure I selected all the music. Okay, they um. My cousin and and the and his wife both like um, like nineteen seventies punk, I guess would be the really? best way to describe it. Like things that are on like college radio stations, things like that. Oh, yeah, that's kind of that sucks. That's about what like two thirds of the music was. In fact, the DJ was the Cleveland. Well, a I shouldn't say the because there's a bunch of them. A Cleveland State University. DJ. Wow, even my DJ was better because he works for 930 UOL. <laughs> he's the sports he's guy. A, he's about a step above, yeah, but he was much better. Uh, and he didn't stumble or not know what to say at a certain time, whereas opposed to my cousin's DJ didn't know what to say at any time. In fact, he hardly said anything at all. Okay. Well, I, it, that sounds to me like he just doesn't do weddings. Or no, I, I don't think he... No, I, I think that was probably the first wedding he did. Although, to be fair, the one thing they did have there that I thought was pretty good, they had a photo booth, which I thought was interesting. That would have been cool. So you were able to go in, and then you, they take four pictures, and then it comes out on the, little, on the little strip. Right. And then you could go online and look at all of them, and then you could order well, them that way, too. Cool. So you could see everyone that went in there. And I had a couple of them on there, too. Like, we went in with, like, ten people and all that. Uh, unfortunately, I did not get to dance, which is a shame. I love to dance at weddings. Uh, but I, I couldn't dance at all. I say dance quite a bit at mine. So I, yeah, yeah there's, there's no, there was no way for me to dance. I, I could barely stand and walk around. Uh, so I drank a lot of alcohol. Not a ton of alcohol because I'm not a huge drinker. But yeah, I, and the, fact, the fact that you took a leaf, so right, you're not supposed I, to make that shit with alcohol. I, I drank enough so that my back didn't hurt, <laughs> it, hurt as much. It was at least limber and loose. But uh, the, the reception ended at 9. Right. And then everyone in the wedding party went to this bar on West 20th Street, whose name escapes me. I can't think of what it is. Four pictures, not three. <laughs> nice, Eric. Yeah. IRC's been running three. With, with the uh, in threes thing. With like, the in all threes night. thing? I don't know what it is. It's, it's an orthodox Do they Every- go back outside and fall twice more? Everything, everything's in threes. So we go to this bar, and I'm just miserable because I, I drove to my cousin's apartment to get ready along with all the other groomsmen. Right. And then he had rented a minivan to, you know, take us where we need to go as opposed to a limo. So I'm kind of stuck there. I just want to go home and lie down. I'm standing around. I'm not talking to anyone. I feel like a wallflower. Uh, finally, my, my cousin looks over and he kind of, he kind of realizes what's going on. So he kind of engineers it so that, you know, about 10 minutes later, everyone was kind of packing up and leaving. So I go home, I lie down. I, uh, man, my my back must have hurt for I mean like even now like if I if I press against the bottom of my back like really really hard there's like a tiny amount of pain but it's it's barely noticeable but it's taken at least from then until now for my back so to really heal so about two and a half weeks about two and yeah. a half weeks for it to really heal but man there was there were some days like I had to get into the car and you know you you don't even think about how much you use your back when right. you do stuff like that you just, you just do it you get in and then even just trying to like shift around like I couldn't even shift around because it hurt so much. So that's my story. I hope you all liked it. It took up uh, half Lord's. an hour. <laughs> Shit. We haven't talked about a single game or anything. I know. We're supposed to announce the Game of the Year award tonight for the Emperor's Club. Hey, fantastic. 
uh, an update on my PayPal account. It's still empty, you cheap bastards. Emperor1G at Cox.net. We need new mic stands. This is not a joke. That is all. Well, I had interesting stuff, too. Wow, Holtrolio is kind of militant. He wants to blow up the church or something. Um, I got my house. Yes, very surprised. Uh, actually, last Thursday. Mystic Mim and I, and she actually surprised me with a sold sign, which she sprung on me, which was the one thing that kind of uh, was kind of a downer, was the fact that we did not... Anything going on? Mystic Mim has joined us. Anyways, she shakes her head now. One of the things was that we did not have a a realty sign because we did it through the owner, so we didn't have a sold sign. Oh, one of the things okay. I always wanted to do was get a sold sign and have a picture with us taken. Uh, or a picture of us taken. So sure. what she ended up doing when she surprised me was a she had a sold sign. So we got our picture taken in front of our new fireplace holding up the sold sign, which was cool. But, uh, yes, we finally got the house. Got it last Thursday. We've been moving stuff in bit by bit. Um, the cable stuff went it. Okay, uh, Martyr, I, I don't actually see that, so I'll, I'll take your word for it, though. Um, anyways, we got the cabling in today. Um, we have some painting to do. We have to do one, two, we have to do two rooms upstairs in the bathroom, and then we're going to finish off the basement. So a lot to do, but uh, we've got quite a bit moved in. Not nice. all of it, but I've still got to pack up most of what's here. Obviously, we won't be broadcasting from there for a little while because the the base, basement needs to get done, but you know we don't need that to live in the house. So sure, that's probably sure. going to be done last. So how, how soon do you think before you're actually completely moved in? Um... Speaking of that, I should tell you that. Well, yeah, because they don't listen to this. So, what's that? I'll tell you the story. Uh, a couple of days before the wedding, I was at my cousin's apartment, and it was when the snow was going coming down really crazy. And his fiance at the time, now wife, was out with friends. Okay. And it was uh, my cousin, me, and two of our friends. We were playing playing this game called Wizard. It's like a card game. It doesn't matter. But anyway, he gets a call on the phone, and it's her. And we're, we can hear because he has the, the phone loud enough so that you can kind of hear what's, what the conversation is. Mm-hmm. And she wanted, it, it was kind of late at night, she wanted him to pump her gas for her. And at first we thought, okay, well maybe because it's really late and, you know, maybe she's worried about getting mugged or something like that. But no, as it turned out, she wanted to drive back to the apartment, pick him up drive to random gas station X and then have him hop out and pump the gas because it was cold outside. Really? I, if I'm lying, I'm dying. And we all had the same reaction, the same look on our face as you do right now. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and, and that's exactly what my cousin said. He's like, um, really? Do you, want, you really want me to, to do that? And then she got mad because he didn't, like, agree to do it. I, so he, I would never have So anyway, he either. was like, okay, well, well, I love you, sweetie, bye-bye. And then he hangs up the phone. And then she calls back, like, maybe ten seconds later. Really? And then starts bitching him out for hanging up on him. <laughs> so I don't know if that was just the stress of the wedding or what, but I thought that was very random. But uh, I thought I'd share that with everyone because they don't listen to this broadcast, so I'm not worried about people knowing about it. Uh, Epic 
can't send you money. I need to build three bomb shelters. Oh, sorry, Bazario. I guess that kind of takes precedence. Frets, Emp, did you have something to add about the new Cult of the Emperor castle on the Minecraft server? Yeah, apparently they wiped out the... Uh, I don't know if somebody got into it. I'm a little hazy on the details, but it's apparently uh, Pepsican Mountain, as well as the Citadel, uh, has been destroyed by, I don't know, griefers or people that got into the Minecraft server and just destroyed it. I was so going like, to say, I, I didn't think they was... Is, is the ability to, like, rape and pillage built no, into Minecraft? I believe it's just for building. That's what I thought. So I guess they're going to start from scratch and build all the way up. I have no idea how that's working, but um, I don't know. Right now I'd say don't build Mim's castle anymore. Again, <laughs> just build I, mine. I, I guess not. Uh, <laughs> I love Random gas, gas Station X. They are my favorite fueling brand. Yes, they are indeed <laughs> my favorite fueling brand as well. You can build and Detroit in Minecraft. Uh, okay, destroy. All right, uh, no, I, I would build it back the way it had it, maybe make the you know, Citadel a little bigger. It's too bad you can't actually get people to attack it. I mean, attack it, attack it. See, that would be fun, because yes. th- then you could have defenders there, you know. Right. Give them the oil, you know, that kind of stuff. It'd be great. That'd be great to have burning oil. And build a moat. Murder holes and moats and put some sharks in there. Or... Sharks and uh, sharks with frickin' laser beams. There we go. Archbishop uh, Shrig says the uh, server was mirroring... The server was remade in invite only, so I guess they can oh, okay. stop that from happening. Gotcha. I do like lots of lava. Well, where, where, where's the fun of having it invite only? Because then no one's going to see it. Well, the problem is, oh, they can still take. That's how we saw it: screenshots and video they were showing. Oh, it. okay, yeah, they put that's it on true. YouTube. The that's problem true. is, I mean, if you let anybody in, this what happens: people get in there and they start tearing the place apart. Oh, the internet! I would like to have my throne like surrounded by lava. That'd be kind of cool. Lava skulls on top. Yes. Yeah. You can build Detroit in Minecraft? Yeah. I was kind of going to go with the Detroit, Detroit thing, but... You can build anything in Minecraft. Um, anyways, we have a bunch of topics to get to tonight. Not one single one we've gotten to. We're almost an hour into it. Although we did start 10 minutes late, so I guess we're, you know... Making up for lost yeah, time. So, here we go. All right. Um, I haven't seen any of these, so I'm yes. going to have to... Nintendo frowns on most cheap iPhone games. Well, this doesn't surprise me at all. Well, it doesn't me surprise me at all, because they, you know, they want you to spend money on their games. Right. Why, of course, they, why would they like iPhone games? This is from Kotaku.com. Nintendo would love for us to keep paying uh, $40 a game or so for portable games. Never mind that $1.19 stuff on iPhone. Those games are a threat to Nintendo. Well, they're a risk, Nintendo says. Quote, I actually think one of the biggest risks today in our gaming industry are these inexpensive games that are, candidly, disposable from a consumer standpoint. Nintendo of America, Reggie Phil's Amy. I don't even know if I pronounce it right. I don't know either. Told Game Trailer TV host Jeff Keighley in the Spike TV series' latest episode. Uh, Feel File Amy was on the show to promote the Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo's next portable gaming machine, which launches next month in America. All right, look. If you're buying phones for your iPhone, or you're buying games for your iPhone, it's not because you're a hardcore gamer or a gamer at all. It's because you're bored and you want something to kill the time. Yeah. You're not going to get a quality game if you are into gaming and want to play a game that lasts, that it's more than just mindless button pushing, then you probably do want to buy a Nintendo DS. You know, that brings me up with another thing that I want to talk about, but I'll wait till after this is over. Okay. Um, although, I, I, I will say, did you hear about uh, Verizon selling out their iPhones like in less than a couple hours? I'm not surprised. I'm yeah. sure AT&T is shitting bricks as <laughs> people abandoned them like the you plague ridden ship forget, that they are. I forget exactly what day it was, like the third or the second or something like that, but it opened up at 3 a.m. and I think by like 10, they were completely out. I Again, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Uh, think about it. You don't want to be part of AT&T. They're, it's such a, a bad network and it's such a bad company. 
from what everybody's ever told me, it surprises me mm-hmm. not at all. And you know what? I don't think they have their 4G network up yet. I don't think they're going to until sometime... What? AT&T? No, 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 no. Verizon. Verizon? I, I, they have the commercials. It's they, not up yet? I don't think they have the 4G for the iPhone. No, I think they're just selling... Oh, for the iPhone? Right, no, yeah, yeah. not until the iPhone 5 comes out right. in June, which so, is what I personally wait for if I was going to have an iPhone. But on. people are just kind of you know getting out and just buying them now while they can. Exactly. Uh, this is... Uh, Phyllis Amy wouldn't call $1.19 an iPhone staple Angry Birds disposable. He called that one underpriced. But he said these cheap games create a, quote, mentality for the consumer that a piece of gaming content should only be $2. He said that the 3DS launch window submarine game Steel Driver, on the other hand, is a full-fledged game that will be worth its $40 or so asking price. And that's fine. Look, I think majority of people understand that there is a significant difference between what you play on your iPhone and what you play on a DS. At the same sure. time, the market drives the cost. The market drives supply and demand. If people are more interested in paying $2 for mindless entertainment, then maybe Nintendo needs to adjust their marketing. Maybe they don't want to charge $40 for a game. Maybe they're just going to charge 30 or 20 or 10 or they're going to alter their business model. This is just a way of, of you know progress. It happens. Yeah, yeah, it really does. What I was going to talk about, uh, I did not end up getting my iPad like I told you I was going to get. I Yes, I meant to ask about that. Yeah, because my uh, refurbished Xbox 360 kicked the bucket, unfortunately. So what I did was I went out and I got uh, the, the 360S, I think is what it was. It's okay. the one with the built-in uh, wireless transmitter. All right. Okay. So I'm on Xbox Live now, by the way. So I'll tell you my Xbox Live name afterward. Of course, you don't, you don't have an Xbox, though, do you? Uh, or yes, does, I do. Oh, you do? Well, how, we, how else do you think we're playing the Connect? Oh, this is very true. Yes. I, I don't use it for anything, but I've okay. got one, yes. Okay. I was thinking about getting the Connect one, but I figured, eh, it's not really worth it. I, I can't see myself using it that much. Although I, I do use it for Netflix now. Okay. Holy crap, is that amazing. That is the most amazing thing ever. Netflix? Netflix over the 360 or the PS3 or whatever. Okay. The, the streaming Netflix? Holy crap. Unbelievable. I could probably like never leave my room. I'd be like one of those big fat people that just doesn't leave the bed, just sits there and watches everything all the time. Uh, isn't that the whole point of Netflix, though? The streaming exactly. is that so you don't actually have to watch TV anymore. You can just watch Netflix. That's right. I mean, it's essentially what it is. Pretty much, pretty much. But anyway, uh, the reason why I, I thought of that in comparison with this, I also went out and got Fable 3 for the Xbox. And okay. I, I paid 60 bucks for it, really looking forward to it. I beat it in two days. I probably would have bought it used. Yeah. Had I been you. Yeah. And it was upsetting because I had I'd spent 60 bucks right. on Fable 3. Right. And I beat it in two days. Now, granted, I haven't, like, I, I played it good, so I suppose I could go back and play it evil. I don't, I don't know how much that would change the game. See, I've never much. understood that. I know Legal Tender tells me all the time how we will beat things at one and then go back and play it at a different difficulty. It, the content doesn't it change. Doesn't, the story doesn't change. Not, I, not yeah. enough, based, based on what I played you know, being good. I'll play a war game for the challenge. I'm not going to play an adventure game or, or something like that where it's a story-driven for the challenge because I, right. I care about the story, not the challenge. You know, but you know. I, I, I don't know if it's you – know, is, is it because I've played games for so long that I'm just that good at them? You know, it, I, I don't want to sound arrogant, but it's just because I've no, played them for so long you? that no. I've, I've, I can breeze through them so easily. Or is it because there just wasn't a lot of content in it? I don't know. But well, it, how many, it just I mean, seemed how many like actual hours did you, did you put into it? Um, you said you bid it in two days, but how much did you actually play? I would say 
maybe ten. That's okay. Sixty bucks for ten hours of gameplay is crap. That in my I think I figure it was like about ten hours, yeah. I don't know what Nintendo's really worried about anyways. It's not like the iPhone has got 3D, which is the entire selling point of the 3DS. Is right. The fact that it is 3D. Now, do you have to put uh, glasses on? For no, that, I or? guess you don't have to. It, it, it doesn't require it. My so guess it, is, is it's it that weird have, thing with the... the it's got the, a shield over it or whatever? Yeah, or like the, the fake screen, like the, the fa- and then like the 3D will pop out to the real it screen could. or whatever. Maybe, that, maybe that's how they're going to do it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I can. That's the only way I can see something like that being viable. If you have to wear 3D glasses to actually get the 3D effect, it's never going to work. No, it's just never going to pick up because people don't want to look like idiots walking around with 3D glasses. Everywhere exactly. They go. So I want more life to be more like 3D. <laughs> My head hurts. <laughs> um, more topics to get to. I also want to talk about the Penny Arcade controversy. That's it continues to be an issue. It, it continues to be a, a talked about problem, and it's really gotten out of hand. It's really pissed me off. You know, looking at it from the kind of job we do here, Highlander, where we kind of, you know, we don't really worry about censorship anymore because, honestly, you really shouldn't have to. In a creative environment like this, you're doing the show for the fun of it, not because you really have to worry about offending somebody. Right. And Penny Arcades always have the same stance. We don't care if you don't like us. No one forces you to come to our website. You don't like it, don't read it. Uh, this is the Dick Wolves controversy that continues to flare up. Even, And this has been going on now for months all things started back in August. It's going on to today. It's aggravating as hell. We'll get to that a little later on. You don't know anything about it, do you? I have nothing, no. Well, during the break, we'll have to catch you up to speed, because I'm right. sure you will have strong opinions on that. Uh, later in the show, also, we have the Game of the Year Award. Uh, we are going to send a plaque to the winning company, and I'll announce the winner uh, a little later this evening. Uh, the polls are closed. The votes have been tallied, so we know what you all voted there was some controversy. Some people wanted certain games on the list that didn't make it. Uh, Mass Effect 2 was talked about quite a bit. Uh, the Minecraft beta, people wanted to know why we had to include that. Because it's a beta. It's, the game's not actually out yet. Right. So, you know. Speaking of games that aren't out yet or are gone, this is from 1up.com. Former rock band publisher shut down. Interesting. I didn't know about that. Not too long after Viacom sold Rock Band and Dance Central developer Harmonix for the sum of $50, former Rock Band publisher MTV Games has shut its doors. Wait a minute. Viacom sold Rock Band and Dance Central developer Harmonix for $50. Correct me if I'm wrong, but weren't both of those games, especially the Rock Band brand, hugely successful? I thought so. I'll continue. MCV, I don't know who that is, but it looks like a news site, reports that the division's international office closed yesterday with, quote, only a handful of financial staff, unquote, left at the New York office to tie up any loose ends. It's noted that a meeting recently took place with Harmonic's new owner, investment group Columbus Nova, to determine if MTV could be left in charge of European sales. That obviously didn't pan out, leading to the closure of MTV games. Harmonix was originally purchased by MTV owner Viacom back in 2006 for $175 million. The deal with Columbus Nova saw Viacom get $50 million in tax benefits, with the investment group assuming about $100 million in liabilities. It's been a messy period for Harmonix, as the music game business has been in decline in recent years. I wonder why. Because, much like every other sports game, it's the same damn game. It doesn't change. And there's just too many of them. Right. You, know, you bring one out every two months. It's like, what's the difference yeah, between the one I just bought? Yeah, it's DJ Hero, and then Rock Band, and Guitar Hero, and then next it's Rock Band Beatles, and Guitar Hero Aerosmith, and it's just like, it's all the same game. All you do is changing the music. Right, right. 
Uh, Viacom is currently seeking to have bonus money it paid in 2008 returned, which has led to a lawsuit being filed by former Harmonix shareholders. Viacom has denied any wrongdoing. What they should have done, which would have been smarter, is rather than rebranding and coming out with new whole games, they should have just done like iTunes and sold new songs. It's downloadable content for your rock band. You know what? I want a new challenge. I'm going to go get you know, Stairway to Heaven for three they, bucks. They actually do have it. Right. And that's what they should have just concentrated on instead of coming instead out, of with keeping out with whole the new Beatles. Games. I'm like, okay, so I spent 75 bucks for 10 Beatles songs. It's the same game I had before. I don't need right. you know, the guitar or the drum or what have you. Well, so, it sounds like they probably thought they could just keep milking the cow. and uh, The cow died. The cow died, yeah. Poster says, I like it when Amp is being pissed off over something. I haven't seen Poster around in a long time. I guess she's uh, got more time now to spend here. So for those who do not know and... Radio Land. Uh, I believe Poster was the a show contributor as well as IRC rep for Octane and Hordak vs. the World. I see. But I believe she was on a, a hiatus for a while, so I'm guessing she's... I don't know if she's just stopping back to say hi, if she's actually coming back to the network. Either way, hello, Poster. Moving on. <laughs> I think that's the only time in history you'll be able to actually use that set. Right, without being attacked. Without being attacked. All right. Uh, last news article before we take our first break of this evening. All this right. is from The Escapist, escapistmagazine.com. Steam flirts with $1 billion in sales for 2010. $1 billion. With a B. If ever you wanted uh, proof that stream only and downloadable games only was a viable market, I'm sure this is it. 2010 was a pretty good year for Steam, which is estimated to have brought in nearly $1 billion in sales for the course of the year. Blizzard is the obvious poster boy for game companies that bring in truckloads of green by getting to the clan of the keyboard. With all that World of Warcraft business, it's not going on. I'm sorry, it's got going on. But it turns out that Valve is doing pretty well for itself in that regard, too. It may not be on all, a lot of games, but according to analyst firm Forecasting and Analyzing Digital Entertainment, its, its digital distribution platform sure does pull in a lot of money. Fade estimates that Steam earned roughly $970 million in sales in 2010, including $213 million in December alone, obviously for Christmas. Valve, and they also ran one hell of a year-end uh, sale. Did they, they had really? All, oh, they had some tons of games on there for good prices. Wow. Valve was the third largest publisher on the platform, primarily thanks to the 2009 release of Left 4 Dead 2. But Steam proved a very valuable distribution platform for a number of companies. Unsurprisingly, Call of Duty Black Ops and Modern Warfare 2 led the way, earning a combined $137 million for the year. Black Ops alone sold an estimated 1.6 million copies on Steam, just missing the $100 million mark despite being out for less than two months. 1.6 million copies sold. That means downloaded, not bought in stores, downloaded. I don't know, Highlander, this may be the death knell of, of brick-and-mortar places. I mean, if you got 1.6 million people buying games, one specific game from Steam, yeah. who the hell's going to Best Buy to pick it up? No one. I mean, a successful game sells, what, 10, 12 million copies of a game over its lifetime? This, uh, oh, remember, to, be, to be really right. successful? I'd say, oh yeah, certainly. Yeah, I think they said it successful. sold, what, 5 million copies in its first 24 hours? Or something like hours, that. Like, something ridiculous like that. Yeah. So uh, that's a significant chunk. I mean, you're looking at a fifth of your downloads or a fifth of your purchase coming from digital distribution. Anyways, the top 10 selling titles on Steam for 2010 are as follows. Black Ops at 98 million. Modern Warfare 2 at 39. Left 4 Dead at 36 million. So Activision kicking ass in the first two spots. Battlefield Bad Company 2, 25 million. Sid Meier's Civilization 5 at 21. Portal, that's the original. Wow, Portal did $20 million? It's been out forever. 
Jeez. Fallout New Vegas. Can't believe anybody spent money on that one. $17 million. Metro 2033, $13 million. Mafia 2. Can't believe anybody bought that one. $11 million bucks. And Warhammer 40K. Dawn of War 2 Chaos Rising, $10.8 million. That's a significant amount of money. That's and a significant amount of money. I'm also noticing a pattern with all that. It looks yes. like about six or seven out of ten are first person. That's shooters. where I was going to. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of diversity here as no. far as genre goes. Civilization. Um, well, what's, what's Metro 2033? I admit I don't know. I, by THQ, I don't know. I have not played that, to be honest. But really, uh, Civilization and... well, even Warhammer 40K is an RTS. And yeah. Civ 5, I guess, is, I guess you'd call it, what, a 4X game? Expand, explore, exterminate, Civ, and... Yeah, you know. I guess, yeah. It's almost like its own genre of right. game, really. But yeah, a lot of them are uh, first-person So shooters. it's basically, what, 7 out of 10 are all FPSs yeah. or of that nature? Yeah. I think Mafia 2 is more of a, a Grand Theft Auto-type game, but yeah. it's still an adventure game of some kind. Sure, sure. So, but you know what? I think that's just the way things are going, because if you think about it, there's not a whole lot of thought that goes into it. You really... It's just like Halo or anything else. You connect to it, you play a couple matches against some people, uh, blowing steam off of, you know, after work. Right. Kill some people, and you log off. There's not a whole lot that goes to it. You don't have to save anything. You don't have to go exploring something. You don't have to wait for anybody else to hop on to join you. Right. You don't need 25 of your closest friends to go clear a dungeon. You just hop on, shoot some people, and you log off. This is true. So I, There's probably something to that. And most of the controls are pretty universal from one game to another. This yeah. stick goes forward. This button shoots. You know, this is my secondary weapon. That kind of stuff. So, This is my rifle. This is uh, my gun. Yes. Thank you. Metro is an FPS. So there you go. Eight so that's, top a, that's another one. Yeah. Yep. Jeez. Emperor wants to, but not implement. Oh, yes, the phone calls. By the way, we are now set up for phone calls. Are mentioned. we now? Yes. Um, I do not have it installed. or in. I, I had to get Gnome Wise to implement it for this show. I have not had a chance because we've been so busy with the house. Right. Um, having said that, I hope to do that in the next couple of weeks. So Okay. Sounds Bozero good. says, how much did StarCraft II make this year, and why has M stopped playing it? Well, I don't know where you've been, Buzz. I, I covered it the last several months. It, the game just isn't any fun. When you get right down to it, StarCraft II is, is just a... A less fun version of the original. That that hook that was there for Warcraft three and Starcraft is right. not there for two. Not there. It, well, I mean, I like these for you. I mean, obviously there are people buying it, but, uh, but but there's a lot less people playing it than there was. Really, and its sales have really dropped off. Wow, I am, wow. I do not know how much it made for the year. Uh, this it's not posted because you don't get Starcraft two through Steam. So this is just for right. Steam. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they really botched the way Battlenet two point was. Um, they the user made maps, and the user-made search engine for games is atrocious. No one uses it. They only just implemented chat channels within the last month, and those are horrific. No one likes them. They're apparently going to allow private channels for your clan, and apparently clan support with the next expansion, whenever that's coming out. There are still significant balance issues, and it just seems that there is a, a larger gap between those who know how to play and those who don't. Whereas in Warcraft 3, it was kind of a mixed bag. You didn't, never knew what you were going to get. Mm-hmm. In StarCraft 2, you know, you're either stopping or getting stopped. There's very little in between. Ah. And that's just my, my experience and those I know and play with. I don't know of anybody from my clan that, even, that plays the game. After the first couple months, people just said, screw this. It ain't worth it. It's not fun. It's not interesting. It's just it's boring. It's another you know, carbon copy Blizzard uh, RTS. And it's a shame because there's just really nothing else out there that's really attention-grabbing. And I believe MLG is using that for the PC uh, platform, will be StarCraft Two. Are they really? Yeah, I think uh, Xbox is Halo, PS3 is Black Ops, and then PC is StarCraft Two. Okay. So, you know. I did not know that. But I, I think that's more along the lines of they wanted something other than three first-person shooters. So, 
So what will the esports empire focus on? I haven't even given any thought to bringing that back. I, I know I said if I did at all, it would be after the first of the year. But uh, to be honest, with everything going on, I just haven't given any thought. And there's nothing out there that really grabs my attention. Not really. I no. mean, there's games coming. Shogun 2 looks fantastic. But that's not yeah, until you, you mid-March. Show me the trailer of that one. That looked pretty good. They just had a recent trailer that somebody posted on the... Uh, uh, Empress Court forums on vtwproductions.com that they show their multiplayer trailer. Apparently, Creative Assemblies decided to take their collective heads out of their collective asses, and they're throwing their developments at the multiplayer aspect, uh-huh. where you're going to be able to, you know, in the course of you know fighting your your battles. Let's say you tend to use archers a great deal. Well, you're going to get an icon that shows up on Steam saying that you prefer long range warfare. Uh, your Units that you use in battle, if you continue to use the same units you know, more times than, than not or use them on a regular basis, right. will gain experience, which will be saved to your Steam account. So when you start battle and do a multiplayer battle with somebody, your, you know, those units will start with more experience. More experience, higher attack, higher defense. Your avatar, which apparently will be saved to Steam as well, your general, will also accumulate experience you know, and, ex- and you know, be able to command different units, greater units, better units, the more you play. Cool. In theory, it sounds fantastic. In theory, it's in practice, it's... Yeah. That's just it. And exactly. you have a company who has repeatedly said, we don't really care about multiplayer. We're just throwing it into the box and throwing it onto the shelf. That's why it's never worked particularly well. Now, with Empire and Napoleon, they tried doing that a little better. We can argue about the results. But I guess this time around, I think they finally realized online play is really where it's at. So they're really going to try and revolutionize it. One thing I do like, is they have a rage quit penalty. So let's say you're losing, or losing badly, okay, and you quit out of the game. If you right. do it three times in a row, you get flagged, meaning that you can no longer play in games. They'll kick you out. You can only play against other rage quitters until you've completed three straight games. Wow. And then the flag goes away and you can start playing again. Interesting. So, so some people are saying we should concentrate on Warcraft 4. Um, I don't know about you, but in my opinion, Warcraft 4 already came out. Uh, it's called World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Yeah, I, I don't see that. Yes, manly stuff. The PayPal account is the same as the email address, which I might add is still empty. I would not expect Warcraft Four coming down the pipe anytime in the next five no, years. No, there, anything Warcraft related will come out as, as a World of Warcraft right. expansion. I'll see. Uh, you'll probably see one, maybe two more expansions for the World of Warcraft. I know their Titan game is in production. That's getting ready to come out. You'll see the two expansions for StarCraft Two, and really, that's all I see from Blizzard, uh, folks. Believe me when I tell you, and, and listen carefully. Okay, you need to get off the Blizzard kick. We need to look at other companies, and there are plenty out there. I understand that you know in the past Blizzard has made good games, but that is becoming you know fewer and far between lately in the last three or four years. And I don't see that trend really changing. It's really the same thing you get, of you know an RTS and now the MMO, and it's always going to be the same systems. Right. I know Titan. Oh, yeah, Titans do. Oh, I'm sorry, in Diablo three, whenever that decides to come out. Man. Yeah. So I, I know a lot of people are were really psyched about it, and now as time's gone on, that's kind of died out. People are like, eh, it's Diablo 3. You know, I'm sure when the game comes out, it'll be huge. You know, I'm sure a lot of people will buy it, but I'm not really pinning my hopes on the future of gaming when it comes to, uh, for the PC, on Blizzard anymore. If they have something that comes out that everybody likes and it's pretty decent, I'll take a look at it. Zarek says, Blizzard said there was seven planned WoW expansions, and there are three at the moment. Yeah, I they may have originally planned on doing seven, but I think part of the problem was it took them forever to get the first one out. Right. 
And they've changed the philosophy so often. They've got nothing but problems with Cataclysm. People have been thrown they're uh, just up in arms even months after its release for Cataclysm. So I don't know what they're going to do with that one. It, they made it much more difficult than apparently Wrath of the Lich King, which was the last expansion. Right, I, I remember, yeah. Right. So the idea was that they would make this much more like the original version of the game where it was more difficult to accomplish things and progress and what have you. Okay. Well, people don't like that. Apparently, people got used to the Wrath of the Lich King where anybody could accomplish anything. Now it's because the lame says, Emperor, stop badmouthing Blizzard. I just came out of StarCraft II custom game and had plenty of fun. Well, all right. Your one fun game therefore negates everything I've just said for the last 15 minutes. The problem is you, not Blizzard. Well, Delaney, you are certainly entitled to your opinion, as am I. Uh, you go ahead and play StarCraft II custom games. I choose not to. No, it pushes. No, we do want Ember to be frustrated. The more, the better. <laughs> more entertaining. <laughs> I'm not frustrated. I haven't played a Blizzard title in months. I'm good with that. So... And of course, everybody's. It's going to be a debate as to all oh, the game's too easy, the game's too hard. It just seems that there should be a great many people saying the game as it is is far too difficult. That for once again, you've completely topsy turvied the philosophy of the game. That if you started playing vanilla WoW and you were to play the game now, mm-hmm. two completely different games. You Probably, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if that would if that were to be true. And it's it's a progressive world. Obviously, it's not going to stay the same every single time. I understand right. that, but. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are in need of a break, so I'm going to give you a bit of a treat. Uh, our good friend Unleft was kind enough to go ahead and lift the original Quickening. Are you over serious? Over a year ago, the original Quickening. He was able to find it, download it, splice it up, and here it is. He's got it. It's about 14 minutes long. Holy Lord. So we're going to take about a 15-minute break. This is the original Quickening. I'm going to have to listen to this because I, I, don't, I don't even think I remember, I remember the, original, some of the, it. the original Quickening. See, Little Rex says, Cat is fine. The player base needs to learn not to suck. Well, you know, and again, you guys can can debate that all you like. That's not really uh, for me. So, I, I just can't get into games like that because it's I, I, I know that I'm, I was bitching about Fable 3 being so short. Right. But then something like a, you know, an MMO, it's like the complete opposite end of the spectrum. It doesn't end. You know, at, at, at some point, I have a life. I can't wrap my entire life up into just one game. Right. Like all my free time, all my recreation time, all of my time into one game. It, it, just, it sucks you in. It doesn't let you go. And for those who do have that time and want to put in the time, you know, more power to you. Yeah. I, if, if that's what you want to anymore. do. You know, for me, I, after a while, it just, you know, it, it's too much. It's just too much game. I don't want to have another what, job when I get exactly. out of my job. It's almost like another job. So, like and you, that, and you that's go, why you I have to playing. like level up, level up, level up. You know, it's all it is. Kill ten wolves, kill ten spiders. But it's kill ten zombies, kill ten spiders. That's why I liked Ultima Online. It was an open world; you can do whatever you wanted, and most of it revolved around the player, not the environment. That's why I'm so. waiting for the Matrix. Like, the like, actual Matrix. Yes, the like the actual like, Matrix. The game came out; it flopped. It was no, no, okay. no. I'm not, I'm not talking about the MX. No, okay. I'm talking about like whenever the Matrix at when it's like you know. Gotcha. Or like those like really cheesy like early nineteen nineties movies where they were trying to show, you know, like what the internet might be or whatever, and it's all like three D. I want you know, Tron that stuff. Yeah, like I'm Tron. Just waiting for the world to become Tron, and we're good. That's right. All right, folks. So we'll be back in about fifteen. Enjoy the very first ever quickening. I know I will. Go with it. All right, time for the quickening. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the Greetings, Highlander. You call? Here we belong. 
have the manners of a goat. I want it on record. I disavow any knowledge. I do not condone this. I do not take any responsibility for what this man is about to read. I don't know what's on the sheet. He's got papers he printed out. I've got out. paper. Well, I, I couldn't remember all the questions. You're too honestly. damn cheap to do it at your house. You used up my ink on my cold printer, and you printed this stuff off. Actually, that thing wasn't bad. I, the, the greetings, Highlander, you called. I like that. I used to no, use that, that as my um, startup sound. Like, you know, like the Windows has a startup gay. sound. Like, Greetings. Oh, come on. Oh, that's cool. You turn on your computer. It's like, greetings, I don't need Bring it on. Starring Adrian Paul. Yes, in the series. Yeah. Adrian Paul's a pretty cool guy. Hello, Adam. All right. You turn me on. Was <laughs> uh, was that the uh, Flanders one there? Actually, Devlin, I've got the echo uh, rule of the song. I've actually played it a couple times on the show, but go ahead. All right. All righty. Here we go. Well, first off, thank you so much. I want to go to the room. For your emails. I appreciate it. I got quite a few, actually. I've got uh, ten of these that I will be reading. And uh, I've had some ideas as to how to make this a little more organic and everything. So this is the first time I've ever done it. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Now, I'm not going to list any names just in case they don't want to be affiliated with some of these So you don't actually want to give the person name out? No, uh, okay, I, d- I didn't uh, actually write the. Well, because they might not be well, how about here. This? How about this? How okay. about this? In the future, if you want your name read, and because we checked your email right after the show, and there was a, there was like eight or nine in there. Yeah, well, yeah, there were, yeah. If you want your email read with the question you send, you have to specifically say it in your email. Yes, I think that's fair. I, I don't know what you're going to do, but I have a very bad feeling I know what it is. Oh, so come go on. ahead. They All may right. not want to have their name. There we go. Now, if obviously, if you know your question, then obviously, if you're here right now, you can go you can ahead raise and raise your hand. And you can raise your hand if you want. All right, here we go. Uh, here we go. The quickening. Alrighty, let's see here. When my girlfriend and I were a couple, she sent me pictures of her naked. Now that we've split up, what do you think I should do with them? That's a question somebody yeah. sent you? This is a legitimate question. What the hell does this have to do with games? It's a fantastic question. Now, here's, here's what I would say to you. It's important to let go of the past, you know, otherwise you'll never move on. Now, my advice to you is just to get rid of those pictures. In fact... You can give me those pictures. Yes. Send me those pictures immediately so that you can get back to business. And I can get down to business, if you know what I mean. Oh, my. Now, that's just, that That to me is you probably the are gay. <laughs> now, here we go. Here's a question here. How can I have a fairy come live in my garden? <laughs> what? And here's my answer to that question. Punch yourself in the face. Yes. <laughs> Literally punch yourself in the face repeatedly. Now keep doing that, and you'll eventually lose a tooth. Now what you want to do is you want to put the tooth under the pillow, and you want to wait for the tooth fairy. Now when the tooth fairy arrives, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to trap the tooth fairy. Now personally, I like to trap the tooth fairy with pokeballs, and I'm going to get to the pokeballs later. But I have Pokeballs, and I use my Pokeballs to trap the fairy. That's actually, that's actually a, a practical It's solution. not that bad. Now, the other, odd question, the other okay. way to do it is very simple. Go to San Francisco. This fairy's oh, all I'm... over the place over there. So easy to do. You, you can, are gay. You can trip over those things left and right. So all you need to do because is get a net. Because from Oakland back to San Francisco. Exactly. And back again. So all you, yeah. need, all you need is a ticket to sell to... San Francisco, 
and a big giant. Send your hate mail to Highlander1G at gmail.com. Now, speaking of Pokeballs, somebody asked me the question, is Jigglypuff asexual? If what? not, where do the males hide their junk? Is Jigglypuff asexual? If not, where do the males hide their junk? Now, I, I actually knew the answer to this question right away. Now, there are boy and girl Pokemon of every kind, and I know because I have personally checked them all. <laughs> That's right. Gotta check folks, them all. What, what you don't know is that my day job is actually checking Pokemon for their junk. I got to tell you, it's, it's a wonderful job. I make my own hours, then the pay is decent. Uh, for some reason, no one ever wants to shake my hand, though. I, I don't really I know I can vouch why. for that. Now, anyway, getting back to what the males, the males actually hide their junk in their Pokeballs. And I got to tell you, you should, you should see uh, how hard it is to handle Pokeballs. I usually take them, I just take them about two, three at a time, the Pokeballs. I, you know, you know, thinking about that, I don't, uh, I don't think I should have said any of that out loud. <laughs> No, but anyway, okay, moving on to the next it's question. Been saved. I'm going to have to cut that out of now. Of the, of the, to the next question. How do I know this is real? What? That's the question. How do I know this is real? What is real? This. Any, I just, how do I know oh, this like is a matrix real? Thing? All right. Now, here's the answer. It isn't real. None of this is real. In fact, you're not real. You're not real. I'm not real. Emperor, Emperor isn't real. This whole show isn't real. That's the depressing. internet isn't real. Nothing's real. I am emperor. Nothing is real. I hear it's amazing when the famous giant purple stuffed worm in Flapjaw Space with a tuning fork does a raw blink on Harry Kiri Rock. I need scissors 61. Nothing is real. No, wait, wait, wait. There is one thing that's real. I just realized that. It's what? this really stupid, idiotic <laughs> question. That's the one thing that's real. Is this... Uh, hang on. Is this where you be subjected to every week? This kind of inane questions from Look, these people? they're not my <laughs> questions. These are the questions that they sent me. <sighs> Continue. Continue. Now, this one's a bit long, so bear with me. Yeah, because right? they've all been short. Go oh, ahead. no, this one. This is a long question. Could you explain the theory which states why most people who have opinions on the Internet would rather fight to the death than admit they are wrong, despite how intensely long they are? Fifty-plus words, please, and please cite your sources. And if you're willing to do something that takes actual brain power, is x squared plus 2 over x to the third minus 7 a rational function? If it is, explain why. I want to know who actually sent that question. If you're in IRC right now, raise your e-hand. I want to know. Apparently nobody's answered. Well, well, it takes a minute. There's a bit now, of a light. Continue. Believe it or not, I was able to answer both questions with only one answer. Now, I want you to count this because I was told to do 50-plus words and cite my I'm source. sit here and count this shit. All here right. we go. <clears throat> here is the answer to your Shrake question. Shrake says he did it. Okay, Drake says he did it. What the fuck? Well, one of you did it. Shrake's... You're an ass. You're off the RKO project. All right. My head hurts. Go ahead. Here is the answer. Shriggs, what you've just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent questions were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone is now dumber for having listened to it. 
I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> now, that answer was 59 words long, and citing my source, the source was the uh, Adam Sandler movie, Billy Madison. <laughs> Thanks for playing. <laughs> Moving on to the next question <laughs> of the quickening. <laughs> Why do we call things that aren't normal odd, but things that are normal aren't called even? Did you follow that? Sadly, yes, which just shows I'm sleep-deprived. Why do we call things that aren't normal odd, but things that are normal aren't called even? You're all odd. Now, I find it odd that you even consider things to be normal. <laughs> I mean, even if normal things are odd, it occurs to me that normal is oddly even. In fact, even the word even is oddly normal, as is even the word odd. I'm going to hit you. I'm sorry, what was, what was that question again? I, I, I totally lost track of what the question was. That, that was pretty odd. Moving on to the next question. What color socks are you wearing? Well, to be totally okay, honest that with seems you, more... I'm not sure, but they were the socks that your mom were wearing last night. <laughs> She's an amazing woman, your mom. Really amazing. And quite limber as well. Very limber. <laughs> your mom. Sex. All right, moving on. <laughs> To the next question in the quickening. Is a chicken a good pillow? Does it taste good? What? Is a chicken a good pillow? Does it taste good? Well, my friend, chickens make outstanding pillows. Now, however, pillows do not make outstanding chickens. But think about it. Try ordering a pillow sandwich at McDonald's. Or calling a coward, hey, you're a pillow. And I can't tell you how many times I tried getting eggs from a pillow. It just doesn't work, sir. Forget about it. You're not trying hard enough. You're doing it wrong. Go ahead. All right, P.S., just real quick. Um, if you inferred about my pillow tasting good, if I am a pillow biter, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Moving on to the next question in the quickening. Your uh, question. If you hadn't said it, I was going to. <laughs> What is the weirdest fetish you have come across while surfing the net? What the hell? And have you gained any of them? <laughs> All right, look, buddy, I just told you about how I fondle Pokemon for a living, and I have sex with people's moms, and I use a chicken for a pillow. All right, do you, do you really want to know what I consider a fetish? Really? Really? No. All right, I'll tell you. <laughs> of course. It's your mom. Oh, yeah, your mom. Dear God, she's an amazing woman, your mom. And quite limber as well, if I may say. <laughs> the final question of the quickening. Thank God. The final question. Thank God. How are babies made? <laughs> what about fat babies? What if the stork drops them? Now, when I saw this question, I, I, I literally laughed. Because as everyone knows, babies do not come from storks. That's just silly. Babies come from where everything else comes from. Walmart. That's Makes right. Babies, babies come from Walmart. Now, you may not know that, but see, that's why I am here to help you out with that. You see, how it works, underpaid Malaysian workers assemble babies in a Walmart sweatshop right outside of Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> Believe it or not, you may not have known that. Now, they work night and day putting babies together for people all over the world. And then afterward, they spray paint them all the colors of the rainbow, like white and red and yellow and, and white. 
<laughs> that is just silly. But anyway, after they put them all together. There goes the show. We're done. After, 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 they, after they assemble the babies, canceled. trucks bring them to the Walmarts We're all over canceled. the world so you can buy them. <laughs> you can buy them in bulk. We are so bulked. Hang on. That's exactly. I have to interrupt here with the – I forgot. We were told uh, on the slide that we had to edit the part. As the original Highlander – I was going to say – I, I thought I was much more offensive yes, than I originally was. Yes, it was because you said red babies and white babies and yellow babies and white babies, but not black but babies. But not black babies. Because right. no one wants a black baby. Exactly. We. I remember that. I had to that's edit what that. Made, that, that. That's the punchline I forgot. Yep. Made it funny. I had to edit that out because they were afraid – that having the show being on uh, the network that you know it was a fledgling network, they were afraid that that would piss off so many people, so they made me edit that out. I had the original raw format. Really? I completely forgot about oh that. My yes, gosh. wow, that course, sucks. Doesn't it defeat the purpose? Considering that we just now said that anyway. Or? Yes. Okay. But uh, then again, we're a year removed and a right. tremendous success. So I, I, I guess success breeds success. We can do a lot more shit and get away with it. Because everybody loves us. Of course. By the way, we received not one complaint. Not one complaint. Because uh, it was aired live to a couple hundred people. I, so I didn't, didn't get a complaint it. about the quickening until, the eh. I don't know, like eight months. It was something like when I... It wasn't when the I, quickening. It was the no, Wahoo story. No, it wasn't story. the quickening. Yeah, it, it, was, it was the Wahoo story. Yes. And that wasn't even the quickening. And that really happened. It's not like I was making right. stuff up like this. Anyways, folks, about five minutes left and we're going uh, to kick it back. Hang on. Exactly why people accuse Walmart of child labor. <laughs> we are so screwed. You may not have realized that. And so ends the first edition. Here, play play the song again. Play the song to end it. Where is it? There it is. Where, where is it? Hold on. That ends the first edition of the quickening. Now, if I did not answer your question, which I believe I did, now is the time. You can email me at highlander1c at gmail.com. You call? With any question you like whatsoever. And as you've no doubt heard by these questions, I literally mean any question whatsoever. Email me your You have questions. the manners of a goat. And I promise you, I will do the due diligence necessary to research and track down the answer to your question. Well, and then folks. bring it to you this week. Well... I would very much like to thank everybody who listened to the show over the months and years we've done this, and <clears throat> it was a lot of fun, and I, I'm glad we had this time together, but unfortunately, I think this is probably the last show that ever airs. Thank you, you dick. Next time. <laughs> you, I, oh, God. Uh, We're going to break. We'll be back in five. It is better to die for the emperor than live for yourself. Morning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Hello there. My name's Aspit. Before you guys get back to listening to the illustrious emperor, I just want to remind you that you're listening to The Emperor's Court only on vtwproductions.com. I have a microphone, but I can't promise I'm not retarded. Here to profit, so I will charge you more for modern warfare. Wow. Welcome back to the Emperor's Court here on Versus World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I'm your host, still broadcasting after that debacle a year ago. Your host, the Emperor, joined by Highlander. Always a pleasure. I have to say that that last question 
even edited was definitely one of the high points of, of, yes. of, of the quickening. Really. I'll, what, what we'll have to do is uh, when we do the quickening, we'll take like a quick insta poll in IRC and see if uh, I've gotten any better or if it's still the same or maybe I've degraded Some, somewhat. Yeah. I, I think I've gotten a little better because I, I, I was listening to it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I would have answered it that way. Like, I think it was trying too hard there. I don't know, but... But but that last one about Walmart and black babies not counting, that's <laughs> gold. That's gold. Shrig uh, says they should just jump the shark right now and try something real that might get them kicked off in the station to prove how invincible they really are. Go for okay. something really offensive. Okay, this isn't pirate radio. We don't have right. to. Yeah. We're not Howard Stern. We're going to get naked chicks all running around up here. Which made total sense being this is a radio show. Exactly. Watching the lake effect come out. Wow. Too okay. bad it's all over Lake Erie. It's like we're missing out on the, you know. What are you talking about? We're right there, son. Right, I right know. But still, like, the huge, giant majority. Well, it's of it got, well, give it time. It's coming over here. Keep in mind, when this thing started, it was friggin'. What the hell, the hell is this not going back out? All right. Uh, whatever. Anyways, this was like coming up from the south, passing over. Now it's coming right off the lake. This sucks. Crazy. You're not sleeping here tonight. You are going home, one way or another. I don't know how you're going to do it, but figure it out. I'll make it. Okay. Um, Especially tomorrow, I'm supposed to go to my uh, cousins at 3. We'll see what happens with that. For the Super Bowl? Yes. We'll get to our predictions here a little, in a little right. while. I do want to get the mailbag out of the way. Um, we need to get our segments done. It's 7.30. God damn. Hour and a half into it, we got an hour and a half to go. And we haven't scratched the surface of half the stuff we needed to get. So, as usual, I, as you, like I, I said, I think it's only been like two or three shows where we've actually gotten everything done. And I feel bad because I told uh, None Left at the start of the show, I'm like, we only got five articles, man. I don't think this is enough to float us. So he went and got us some more. And I, maybe that Pish. was a knee-jerk reaction because Highland, or, uh, Baron and I kind of blew through them all last week. We actually got through them all. So, well, it's a lot easier when there's something substantive that you can actually have some sort of debate on. Right. Know, rather than... No, THQ loses two hundred million dollars. Well, what are you supposed to say? It's yeah. like, okay, well, it sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. All right, time for the mailbag. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? All right, that was one of my favorite shows. I it was one of my favorites too. I need to find it on DVD. Speaking of DVD, I've collected almost. Almost all of the Godzilla movies, with the exception of two, that apparently were never made in a uh, region one for the U.S. DVD. Oh, okay. That is Godzilla 1985, or Godzilla Returns for them. Okay, that was in the theaters here. I saw that as a kid. But I'm looking. They for, never, they never released that on DVD. No, VHS only. With which uh, I did have. With big fat Raymond Burr. Yes. Um, apparently, the Japanese version is like 45 minutes longer. And oh, so that's yes, the version you want. Yes. Okay. Okay. I want the original version because the Perry Mason version, they chopped up and it made no damn sense. Okay. And Godzilla vs. Belante, uh, which is another I, one that... I, I, well, no, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. I said that one came out a, a couple years later, and that's another one that is not on DVD here in the States. I vaguely remember Godzilla in 1985. Wasn't he like Godzilla comes out of nowhere? They, yes. They bring Raymond Burr because yes. he had knowledge Experience. of the first time right. or whatever. He's like, add Joe's for the record. They never found a body. Yeah, that's when they right. blow him up the volcano? Yes. Yes, well, uh, that was one of my favorites at the time because I was a kid and I got to see it in the theater and that was pretty badass. I didn't realize until years later how sucky it was. See, that's what, have you ever noticed that? Everything, you, 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 like you look back with like rose-colored glasses. Like I remember watching uh, Thundercats growing up and I thought Thundercats oh, was Oh, I hated that show then. I hated I, it now. I thought it was great. 
And then homoerotic, just like like a year or two ago or whatever, I I happened to stumble upon. I think it was on YouTube. Someone had like a couple episodes, and I was watching. I was like, "Holy crap! This is some of the worst voice acting I've yeah. ever seen in my life." Snarf! I just want to kick that damn thing. <laughs> but you know, I'm on my Godzilla kick. I'm enjoying the movies. I'm enjoying watching them again. Oh, and, really? But this one, I, I didn't realize what pisses me off is how much they kept out of the movie because I read up on it uh-huh. and how much the story changed in the original. And I'm thinking to myself. Man, the original Japanese version sounds like a much better story than the stuff we got with the you know Raymond Burr kind of thrown in there. So why do they edit all that in? Because they thought that no one would go see a Godzilla yeah, or whatever without, the Godzilla it, without movies, an, an American actor. Like in we it? saw Godzilla movies on like uh, afternoon TV, right? Like Godzilla versus Megalon and all that. Yeah, all of them have been chopped up and then redubbed and then having they you know sometimes they'll take out entire scenes or subplots or they'll rearrange the scenes in what order they show up. And then wow. they redub the whole thing, and they put American actors in there. It, it, and I watched the Megalon versus Godzilla in the Japanese version because I mm-hmm. saw it here in the American version. Twenty five minutes longer made a lot more sense. Was wow. near as bad, especially in the original Japanese with the subtitles. Uh-huh. All right, the dubbing was horrible. That's where a lot of that you know where you just keep talking, you just talk, and then your mouth keeps moving. Right, and most of that came from the Godzilla movies. Nice. And that's why it was so nice. fun. E. So yeah, I can't find those two. And I can't find a region uh, zero either, which really pisses me off at one of those movies. So that kind of sucks. But I have been playing Godzilla Unleashed for the Wii. I picked it up. I, yeah, you, you were showing me that. Yeah. I'm a little aggravated because I don't like using the Wii Remote to play the game. I want so to use a regular controller. So is it like a, like a Street Fighter Mortal Kombat kind of thing uh, when you're Godzilla? Similar. Yeah. Think about it, a 3D rampage. Okay. Up to four monsters at one time. And you just destroy the city and well, you're, Yeah. It's, there's a storyline that goes with it, and you have to... It's kind of dynamic because there's four factions, mutants, aliens, Earth Defense Force, which are like all the mechs that they make. Right, right. And then the Earth Defenders, which is like Rodan, Godzilla, Angurius, Titanosaurus. So depending on how you react to different monsters or different factions throughout the game depends on if they like you or not. I see. I've played it through. I haven't played it all the way through, but I got like, you know, an hour and a half into it before I started over again because I figured out what I was doing. Right. I suck at the game. I'm getting better. But... You know, the first game, everybody loved me. I didn't have to fight any of the monsters. The second game, everybody hated me. And I can't figure out why. I, have, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. But every time a monster shows up, I'm fighting. It's like, God damn. <laughs> Leave me alone. I want to do stuff. So it's actually not a bad game. I, 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 you have to unlock all the monsters. There's 26 monsters. Okay. And I was detailing some of them uh, to you off air. Right. Or Mothra. That's another one that I forgot about. Bitch, I hate Mothra. <laughs> Anywho, so remind me to show you that game before uh, you leave tonight. It's actually sure, uh, sure. pretty fun. But uh, as to the mailbag, let's get going. Uh, first one, dear God. Okay, how's it going, Emp and Adam? We're still yet to decipher Emp's real name. Tobalor here. And first, let me say that I have been listening to your show since way back when on WCR, before you had your massive hiatus, and I have loved every bit of your angry, ranty arrogance because that's what makes you Yanks so fun. Well, if you've been listening that long, you should have determined what Emp's first name right. is. I, uh, I, I think it's slipped many times before. It, I, I thought it has. Yeah. But if uh, you don't know it, I'm not going to tell it to you right. now. Yeah, too bad. Um, but I've been doing this a lot on the WC Radio, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, skip this part if you don't have time or just couldn't be fucked because just random Aussie crap and horrible insults about the floods and shit. Well, I'd also like to give a shout out to my fellow Aussies, none left. And I'd advise him not to use this clothesline with all the flooding going on down there in Victoria. I think it's already been washed away. Third off, uh, da, 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 da. he just goes on to say how much he likes us and how much he hates the flood. This is before he got hit with a cyclone. And then says, finally, after doing some research on this Outback Steakhouse, 
which I had never heard of. I discovered it as an American-owned restaurant serving American food, not Aussie at all. What? You mean the Bloomin' Onion isn't an Australian delicatessen? I delicatessen? am shocked that Outback Steakhouse would be. I've been lied to all this year. Pulling years. the wool over our eyes. You mean that steak isn't made from kangaroo meat? Unbelievable. I thought it tasted a little like beef, but you know. There's no such thing as Australian food. It's like uh, that Canadian part. Food. It's, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that part in Canadian bacon where uh, Kevin Pollock's like, finally, there is no Canadian culture. I mean, I've never read any Canadian literature. Sure, and when was the last time you said to your wife, honey, let's go out and order some Canadian, Canadian food? <laughs> Pronounce your O's, weirdo. Okay. Now to the get to the meat. Cheers for getting me back into anime. I used to watch a shit ton as a young fellow, but then sort of grew out of it. I've been watching both the Helsing anime and the OVAs. The OVA is much better. To answer one of your questions, yes, they stopped releasing the OVAs after episode four in English-speaking countries because they promised to have the next bunch released later on this year, sometimes in 2011. I personally prefer the anime and the OVAs as it seemed to be more westernized as it appeared by the 80s American-themed intro, as well as the female lead, Sarah's Victoria. is actually a three-dimensional character rather than a large-breasted masturbation comedy relief aid. Well, she still is, but... What do you and Highlander think? Would you agree that especially for your taste that more westernized anime is often more appealing? Or do you prefer the Japanese culture enriched forms? Also, cheers for recommending Code Geass. By the way, we're down to the last three episodes. Miriam, Mr. Mim and I have oh, not watched... have gotten through it? Oh, man. I, I deliberately forced us to take our time watching it. Right. Because I know when it's over, I'm going to be pissed. Because it's over. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very interesting piece dealing with some complex hidden themes. P.S. How do you like to shorter 20-minute episode format of anime? I personally think that you need at least 45 minutes to develop a strong, engaging scenario. Thanks for reading. Tobalore. God, that was a long email. That was a long email. And I cut out. Um, how do you like it. the shorter 20-minute? Well, all, all animes, at least television shows, are usually like 21, 22 minutes, as right. well as most, at least TV shows here, here because you have right. to cut out the commercials. Right. So that's not new, at least yeah. as far as, even back to like Voltron in the day, it was sure. always like 20 always minutes, like, 23 minutes. Yeah, when, when he cut out the commercials. I mean, if I watched like, like you know, Rin, that's a 45 minute episode. God, that was a All right, so the, the question before is if I can gauge it from that incredibly long email. Do you like Helsing OVA? Do we like, well, no, actually, uh, do we oh, well, like the, yeah, Western the, the anime that appeals more to Western eyes? I, I like anime. I mean, part of, part of liking anime is also liking the... The alienness of it, the fact that it's coming from a completely different culture, right. with a completely different set of values, a completely different mindset. So you get to uh, you know you get to experience that without all the pain of having to spend ten thousand dollars on an air flight and spending two weeks in a country where you can't speak the language. Um, it really doesn't matter to me. You know, to me, anime is anime. Uh, I like westernized anime. I thought uh, I'm trying to think of westernized anime. Yeah, I'm not I'm not entirely um, sure. That's geared more toward a Western crowd. I don't know that I would I'm, say Helsing is necessarily not the Helsing really. OVA is Westernized. Um, I I I kind of enjoyed Evangelion's take on Christianity. I guess I thought that was an interesting. Well, that's take what on Helsing it. is all about too. If you right, think, if you think about right. it. Yeah. Um, I know that the Big O was sort of like a Japanese version of uh, Batman the animated series in a way. Especially with the drawing style. If, if you look at the drawing style between them, they're, they're very similar. Speaking of which, Evangelion 2.0 um, is yeah. getting rave reviews. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that the third movie comes out in time. I'm thinking about showing one or two of those at, uh, at Worldcon. Uh, apparently it had a limited theater release, but I don't think anywhere up here, Evangelion 2.0. No, I, I didn't hear anything. But, you know, the last, last one I saw in the theaters when you dragged me that horrible piece of crap. 
Oh, I feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ur- Urica Seven movie. Yeah, Urica Seven, it, which is oh, it's a shame because the the series was badass. It was right, great. I remember you telling me that's that. why we went. And you know, even was it the guy in front of us at the end of the movie? He's like, "Well, that sucked." <laughs> and everyone laughed. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was terrible. But that seems to happen when they try and shrink. Is it's like the uh, revolutionary go? Yeah. Ooh, when they tried shrinking the entire series down to a two hour movie, it's like I hate when they you do can't. that. You, yeah, it's 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 either. It seems to me anime movies based on series come down. There's either two possibilities, and I don't know why they do it, but it always seems to be two different ways. One, they try to shrink the entire series down into like an hour and 20 minutes, right. which of course is impossible because you're not going to get everything and pick up on all, all the nuances. Or two, they have some completely different scenario, and they change the characters around completely so they're nothing like they are in the series. And it's, it's so radically different. That it ultimately ends up turning you off, much like the Urica 7 movie we're discussing right now. Anubis says, Westernized anime? What about Afro Samurai? Uh, I thought Afro Samurai I was guess. good. Have you not seen Afro Samurai? I, I've seen three or four episodes. Doesn't uh, Samuel L. Jackson do the... Yeah, he's, he is, uh, he's Ninja Ninja, and um, it's been so long since I've seen it. I think his name is Afro Samurai. Uh, let's see. Emp, you'll love the ending. Well worth the heartbreak of never seeing it again since martyrdom. I have a feeling I know exactly how Code Geass is going to end. In fact, I, I bet Miriam before we said, I said, I know exactly how this is going to end. And if there's anything I don't like with the Japanese version of storytelling when it comes to anime, and this is it, I hate the way they end their series. They never end them with anything even remotely close to a definitive ending. Definitive ending. You're always left with questions like, wait a minute, what about this you know, plot line? Well, wait right. a minute, does... You know, that didn't explain anything. They just left it open. I hate that. Finish the damn story. <laughs> At least give some closure to it. Not explaining yourself is a cop-out. I hate that. This is like the Evangelion in the original. It's like, what the fuck? It's, what did that have to do with anything? Before they made the movies and all that, and they blew yes. up the world. Yes. Spoiler. Too late. All right, hang on. We got, we got emails acting up here. All right. All right. Next up. Hey to Emperor and his liberal bitch Highlander. Tess from Israel here. Every couple of weeks, me and my buddies have a LAN party. I actually played your show at the last one, and we almost died laughing from the peon voice. You got five new listeners. That must have been uh, barren. Anyway, the games we play there are Borderlands, uh, let's see, Battlefield, Bad Company 2, Left 4 Dead 2, Team Fortress 2, and the like. I was wondering if you could recommend a good strategy game for like three to five people. Plus, shout out for my country's premier basketball team. I can never be able to pronounce it. Macabre? Right? Macabre? Um, Maccabee. Ma- okay, that's right. Maccabee Electra Tel Aviv for demolishing Rome by 41 points. So I guess the Jews finally got back in the Romans, huh? Well, it, <laughs> it seems to me, and I'm, I'm, I'm quite shocked that you would have LAN parties where you'd play like Battlefield and stuff like that because you're from Israel. Could so you just go outside and play in the yard? real life. <laughs> yeah. Let's real go life play with the Palestinians more, next door. Far more interesting All right, than guys, any game you could play. You be the terrorist. We'll be the terrorist. <laughs> exactly. We'll play terrorist versus uh, Jews. Not that Jews can't be terrorists. Uh, yeah, that's true. Jews can be terrorists. Uh, it's been a while, though. The 50s, I think, was the last time they had anything that was remotely close. I think they blew wow. up an American ship then, too. Hey, that's right, they did. Fuck you, Thess. And your whole goddamn country. No, okay. Uh, wow, 41 points in basketball. That's huge. You're a huge basketball, Mark. Yeah, but I don't, I don't follow the, follow the international. League, yeah. Well, that's excellent. Uh, good for them. Um, yeah, they're, they're in the Euro League, even though. Obviously, they wouldn't be in the uh, Middle Eastern thing for mm-hmm. obvious reasons. Recommend a good strategy game for like three to five people. Well, it depends on really... I mean, you could do 
I'm a big fan of the Dawn of War series. I thought that was excellently played. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for like a 4X game, which is the Explore, Exterminate, Expand, and uh, Explore, whatever it is, or however, I forget how it goes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Civilization. I see where you're going. Civ Five, yeah. Civ of the Solar Empire. Um, I'm a big fan of the Total War series. Uh, Those spe- are good. Yeah. If you want to play something that's kind of period or relevant to your part of the world, more so than anything we have in here in America, um, Rome Total War works. Uh, the Middle East, especially Israel, t- plays a big part in that one. Um, you medieval total war. I mean, every freaking crusade has to go to Jerusalem, Antioch, Aleppo, all those over there. Sure, uh, those are great for you know two to five people. Uh, Rome probably easier because you can actually set up handicap matches. In fact, Desperado and I and Mechahawk and I used to do it all the time. We take like three on two, four on two, and we'd win every time. It was some. I mean, some Mechahawk and I had some real, and Desperado and I did too. Had some real close matches, but. I mean, that's the kind of game that I would recommend. That's a little faster paced. You don't even have to do the campaign. You just, you know, get some money, build your troops, you go out and take the field. Uh, waiting for a Cox cable here to load up. I wonder if the weather's having any kind of effect on it. That might. They said two to four inches. They can kiss my hairy Irish ass. There's at least five out there, and it's still coming down. It's crazy. All right. This is from Digital Digit, who we get to hear of like every week. It's kind of cool. As loath as I am to admit it, admit this, I am a Kentucky resident. Basically, <laughs> neck tucky basically what we've been taught as long as i can remember is that as far as kentucky is concerned we battled for both sides in the civil war essentially southern kentucky formed their own confederate government and northern kentucky stayed with the union the union only recognized the frankfurt-based government and the confederacy of ours of course only recognized the southern-based government if the winner writes the history as is usually the case then kentucky was only union but in actual history, what I believe, a fairly even split with the line being basically north and south of Lexington. The difference being... Well, that is, that, that's incredibly boring because we, who, who, who wants both of us to be right or both of us to be wrong? It's much better if one of us is right and one of us is wrong. Well, the difference being that most of the volunteers for Kentucky fought for the Confederacy. Very, very few units and volunteers came out of Kentucky that fought for the Union. I was reading about it when we were actually doing all that, and it seemed like the Confederacy had almost conquered most of Kentucky. Yep. That's why but then was, they got booted back out like within like a year. Within the space of a year, they had conquered almost all of it, and then they had lost all of it. After Vicksburg, they pretty much lost the West. Interesting uh, note, though. Ohio sent more soldiers per capita to the, un- to the fight for the Union than any other state in the Union. Wow. Yes, we had more soldiers than anybody. I suppose it wouldn't, it wouldn't make too much sense because you have Kentucky, which is obviously a border. And right. then you, uh, there was no West Virginia at the time, so we right. were bordered on it. You know, yeah. And I just I actually read a story about how these guys tried springing 2,500 Confederates from the uh, prison at, Sandu- at Sandusky. Oh, wow. They wanted to hijack the USS Michigan on Lake Erie. And they were going to do is they were going to assault the prison, cause an uprising, get the 2,500 guys out of prison, go and invade Cleveland and try and force Ohio and then cut off Indiana and Illinois through the rail line out of the Union. Oh, of course, of the war. Wow. They're going to fucking invade Cleveland. Like Confederates. What? Obviously, it, it, it fell apart, but... Anyways, hi, Imp. This is from Xanath. Just wanted to thank you for the Twitter comment about the Penny Arcade guys removing the Dick Wolves t-shirt from their store. It actually drove me to arms, as it were, and got me to fire an email their way, partially in support, but mostly critical of the whiny idiots who have caused this to happen. I thought you may find what I sent of interest, so I've completed it. A copy paste a blow. Sincerely, Xanath. Now, I would very much like to read this. The problem is, Xanath, that it's a friggin' three pages long, and I did read it myself, and I thought it was very well put in my... My thoughts actually parallel yours, and I'll get to that in a few minutes. In fact, we'll probably do that in the next hour because I have to explain to Hannah what the hell's going on. So we'll get to that. But uh, Xanath and I are pretty much in, in lockstep on this one. All right, continuing. Dear Emp, have you tried Bloodline Champions? No, I have not, but I have heard of it. 
Obviously, you've kind of, you're kind of an esports buff, and Bloodline Champions is looking to be the esports release of the year. It's hardly been released, and it's already among the main featured games of DreamHack, alongside Quake and StarCraft II. In other words, it has, isn't even proven its worth yet, and it's already being supported by major companies. It's even free-to-play. Sincerely, Onan. I have heard of Bloodline Champions. I've heard a couple people that have been... What, what, what is it about? What, what is all that? If I remember correctly, Bloodline Champions is kind of like a Defense of the Ancients type game, where you have a hero and you go out and you're you know, fighting you know, oh, okay. you know, NPCs for map control, and then you fight the other heroes as they come along. Gotcha. So it's kind of like, if, I, if I'm thinking of the right game, it's like uh, League of Legends, Heroes of New York, Demigod. Okay. Yeah. So I have not tried it. Uh, I do know a couple people that have mentioned the game in passing, but I haven't paid much attention. I'll have to take a look at that. Hello there, my lord. I turned 20 years old today. Thanks you for my bless for blessing my life. Can I have a birthday shout out? My name is Timothy Culbertson. And come on, internet stalkers. I just need emp word and I will be safe. Thanks, Timothy. Oh, okay, happy birthday there, Timothy. Glad you're listening to the show. I hope you're not actually listening to it while it's your birthday and you may have to hear this shout out to you, you know, in the podcast archive cuz that would be pretty your sad. birthday. Be pretty sad. Well, not really, but if he's sick or maybe the weather sucks where he lives. I mean, I don't go out for my birthday anymore. I can't remember the last time I did. Really? I, I really can't. Not even for something or you know, nothing? Highlander, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I believe last year we made the joke where it was, you know, uh, Emperor's Day and Highlander's Day because our birthday is only a couple days apart. Yes. And they made the whole website. I, I got to tell you, prior to that, I, the year before that, I remember Mystic Mim could vouch for me. She wasn't being a pill. Um, I did not remember my birthday was coming up. It was like oh wow, the day before my birthday. And my mom called me. She's like, so do you want to have a birthday party at the house? Come over and have some cake? I, I, I wasn't thinking. I said, well, you know, in a couple of weeks, I guess. I mean, it, it hasn't come up yet. She's like, it's March 1st. Your birthday's tomorrow. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> my birthday's tomorrow. So, wow. uh, yeah, I mean, it, I, I don't even care, to I, be honest. I've actually heard of a couple people who deliberately don't celebrate their birthday only because they don't want to celebrate getting older. Not that they're like, you know, see, desperately cling on to life, but right. they're just like, eh, whatever, you know, I'll just live until I die kind of thing. Uh, me, personally, I don't care. I don't care. It, it's a birthday. Cool. Let's have some I mean, cake, have some friends. And, right. You know. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I go all out and go crazy, but you know, I'll, I'll go out to dinner with some friends or, I'll, you know, or at least with my family or something. Right. But I, by and large, birthdays don't bother me. They, they bother some people who I won't speak of, but. To me, I never really cared. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, this is from, I, I can think of who you're talking about. Th- this is from Xanath. Hey, Ump, out of what can only be described as morbid curiosity, I looked into some of the shitstorm surrounding the whole Penny Arcade Dick Wolves thing and found a nice article linked from Gabe's Twitter, which provides a solid timeline on the worst things that happened from all sides, including intended and perceived actions from the Penny Arcade guys, in one place, which, if you don't already have, it may help Saturday. Apologies for cross-posting if you already have it, again from Xanath. Believe it or not, I did not have this. I had some notes jotted down, actually, those papers right underneath my speaker there. Um, but I'm going to use the uh, website that he gives, which is debacle.tumblr, T-U-M-B-L-R.com. Uh, that's a, a lot more compact, and I've actually got that here. I'll, I will be using that. Time for a PayPal update. It's kind of like one of those you know, uh, call-a-thons, like, yes. and now we've got $3 million. Can't Bring out Jerry Lewis. Right can't type there. All right, you have to wheel them out now. Dun, 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 dun. And let's see if we've gotten our uh, stands. No, we have not. Oh, we have one donation from Diego Rodriguez. Thank you, Mr. Rodriguez. I'm guessing that's from Spain. I would think so because it's in euros. In euros. Let's take a look at that. Let's see the details. So 
Mr. Rodriguez. Uh, it does not give a... Let's see. Does a Subject, a token appreciation note. You guys are always a laugh. There's a small donation. Get those stands and knock yourselves out. Manly stuff. Thank you, sir. I can only assume he's coming from Spain, considering it's from Euros in the name. Right. Although I'm not... Manly stuff. I know you're an IRC. Where are you from, buddy? So far, only one person is... Portugal. At- Portugal. Okay, well, that's close enough. Okay. I mean, it's Iberian Peninsula. You know, they're kind of like Spanish, but kind of like not. Spanish. <laughs> it's kind of nice that he's giving us money, considering his country's on the verge of financial collapse. What's the deal with that manly stuff? Are you guys like poor yet or what? Martyrdom says, Emp, I don't know why my transfer hasn't gone through yet. Yeah, Martyr, I'm starting to think that you're, Marty, you're kind of lying to us, buddy. I, don't, I, I hear a lot of talk, but I don't see a whole lot of cash. I'm just saying. Is that cruel? Maybe. Maybe a little bit. I'm a dick anyway, so I guess it kind of goes hand in hand. Get it? Dick in hand. Oh! You like where I got? Yeah, there we go. Smack. Speaking of dicks. All right. Actually, we'll do that after the uh, top of the hour because okay. we, have to do, uh, we should do another segment, though, because we've only done one. What segment would you like to do? Uh, how about uh, let's do some stupid video Human game sacrifice, right. dogs and cats living together. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I gotta say, of all the ones we do, right? That's probably the best one of all the different segments. Probably. I mean, I like this or that. Now that I actually got a song that works with it, right? But again, and I, you know what? I take the mix. I kind of like the uh, forbidden knowledge. The music kind of goes with it. I think so. So, having said that, let's do the stupid video game of the week. Fantastic! All right, here we go. So it's two thousand and five, and who are you? You're someone looking I'm to buy. <laughs> you're someone looking to buy a handheld game player. You come across an ad, and you're probably only one of few people to do so, since there was so little advertising done for this, for the Tiger Telematics Gizmondo, a revolutionary new game device that's going to change the way you play games forever. You go to your local game store, only to find that you can only buy the Gizmondo through a kiosk in your local mall, unless you lived in London, where you could go to the Gizmondo-only storefront at Regent Street, a very pricey locale to set up shop. You look at the device and see some decent enough things. The indented screen means less chances of scratches. The rubbery black casing gives it a feel of durability. And it has a GPS feature as well. You take a look at the price tag. $400. Wow. And your eyebrow quizzically lifts. Not to worry, says the Gizmodo salesperson. You can purchase a cheaper version for only $229. (laughs) In which case, on your home screen, you'll have advertisements sent wirelessly to you three times a day. Well, you're not interested in that, so you go ahead and buy the $400 version. That's when you notice the severe lack of games for the Gizmondo. There are only 14 ever released, and all of them really suck. (laughs) You also notice the GPS feature is pretty weak, certainly nothing like those newfangled things you can get for your car. And that's when you start hearing about things going wrong for Tiger Telematics, things like going bankrupt (laughs) because they spent all their money on lavish launch parties paying people like Sting and Jamiroquai to perform there. Really? Yes. Things like the higher-ups of Tiger Telematics embezzling funds to buy expensive sports cars. And things like the co-founder of Tiger Telematics and other executives being the heads of Sweden's largest crime ring, funneling the equivalent of $200 million raised for the Gizmondo to less-than-savory elements. Wait, they raised $200 million? No, they, they raised more, way more than that. For development of a game system? Yes. 
I never even heard of the damn thing. And that's when Tiger Telematics goes out of business less than a year after launching the Gizmondo. So it's 2005, and who are you? You're one of only 25,000 stupid enough people to have actually funded Swedish crime lords by buying the Tiger Telematics Gizmondo. Another stupid moment in video game history. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. I, again, this is not the person we've had of like this, where some company I've either never heard of or a big company decides right. to jump into the video game market. Yeah. I never heard of the damn thing. I never heard of any of these. The well, granted, I, only 25,000 people bought them, but still you think yeah. I would have heard of them. Like the N-Gage. I heard of I saw it. It sucked. Everybody knew it. It was a brick. It was the, the, the least selling handheld in, in history. Oh, it was a handheld? It was, yeah, totally handheld. Oh, it's 400 bucks for a handheld. 400 bucks. I'm shitting or bricks over a $250 3DS only, handheld. Only 229 but they would send you advertisements. Advertisements three times a day. Yes. <laughs> only 14 games, and they all blew. They all sucked. Uh, schnoozle, schnozzle, whatever the hell. Holy crap, looking at the user map, someone's tuning in from Kenya. For what? This show? What the hell are you talking about? Schnauzel, I'm very interested to find out where, if you're referring to this, and if so, uh, the PayPal is Emperor1G at Cox.net. Yes, we'll, we'll take a check another PayPal thing after the break. So, holy... Uh, Wasn't I, it Taco? No, that was the N-Gage was the Taco. Yes. God, I hated that. I mean, I, I, when I say a brick, I mean something that's big and heavy and does nothing. A brick. That was the end gauge. Yes. VTW forums, I think. Oh, okay. I was going to say, we got people from all over the friggin' world in that. But Egypt goes offline as government attempts to squelch Facebook and Twitter protests. Geek.com. By the way. They're, they're back online now. They are now. Only because the rest of the world put pressure on them saying, you can't cut off the internet, put them back on. Right. And I want to ask you something, being that you're a big Obama guy, and I want your honest opinion on something. Right. Okay. And I think you know where this is going. Geek.com. Massive protests in Egypt have caused the local government to take extraordinary measures. Basically, let's just cut it down. Okay, it's a huge thing, but we all know what's going on. Yeah. Look, when the shit hit the fan and everybody rioted in Egypt, which nobody saw coming, no one saw this coming. Not, not to this extent, no. And I, I think there's a lot of governments out there that are starting to get really worried. I know Jordan is making huge changes in their government. Yes, they are. Zimbabwe is making big changes in their government. Libya is talking about changes in their government. Now, what touched off Tunisia? Was it the WikiLeaks stuff? What touched off Tunisia? Yes, something just kind of. Um, I mean, lit a fire. No, there. no. Like, hey, let's what, go throw the government over. No, what 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 did it was I can't remember his name. Um, it was a uh, a young Tunisian guy uh, killed himself by self immolation. Self immolation. Yeah, yeah. And and basically, uh, and he did it because uh, he did it because basically the Tunisian government was like all the other governments in the Middle East, and they were very uh, you know autocratic and, and oppressive, right? And I, I was remember I was reading about what was going on, and I guess uh, he was trying to put one of his sisters through college or something, and trying to help his family out by selling uh, fruits and vegetables in, in a market. But the uh, the local police would uh, shake him down all the time, and I guess there was a a police woman who literally beat the crap out of him. And obviously, you know, in that culture, between women and men, you know, right. that, was, that was very embarrassing for him. Absolutely. And he couldn't sell his stuff anymore because he couldn't uh, pay protection money to the police or bribe them because he didn't have any money. So he felt his life wasn't worth anything, so he killed himself that way. And for some reason, that, no pun intended, sparked off 
everyone in Tunisia to rise up against the government. And it just kept spilling over. Because I, I know Lebanon overthrew their government, too. And I knew I know that uh, Hezbollah is moving in to take over that. But that happened, I think, at the same time Tunisia did. So I, Middle East is just going up in flames, dude. And I, I'm curious to see what happens. The people are getting their hands on the government now. And I think it's because I, I'm doing my best to try and filter through all the crap because it's kind of hard to. There's a lot of people that believe that the Muslim Brotherhood are trying to, because they didn't know this was coming either. They were way behind the curve. Right. Now they're trying to get ahead of it, saying, no, 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 we're part of this. You know, we're going to back whomever because they want a fundamentalist Islamic state. Yes. And they're already calling for a severing of ties with Israel and the United States. Right. Egypt has been the Say what you want about Mubarak. He's been had a cool head about this thing about with Israel and the United States for many years after they got their ass kicked by the Israelis. Okay. I think and I hope that these people are, are throwing a shit at it because they want actual legitimate Western democ- democratic freedom. Yeah, there's the, the problem is that there's two different groups protesting at the same time. There are the people who want democracy, right. and then you've got people like the Muslim Brotherhood and right. you know, Al-Qaeda and things like that trying to get in on all the chaos and trying to stir it to their I'm sure if you side. look hard enough with a magnifying glass, you'll see some fingerprints from Iran in there somewhere now. Um, <clears throat> anyways, what ended up happening was... That, and I heard this as it happened. I thought it was pretty cool. They were using Facebook and Twitter in Egypt for uh, to try and organize these riots and protests. Right. And eventually, the government said got caught wind of it and said, "All right, look, they're using the internet against us. Shut it off. Use the kill switch." And they shut the internet off countrywide, and they shut everything down. Now there are way they're starting to figure out ways around it, and I think the internet's back on now because they figured, "All right, I think it's back we on can't now, stop yeah. it," but. The, and this this hits close to home because, and this kind of came out now, it's kind of pushed under the rug and no one was talking about it until this happened. There is a bill before the Congress right now that's going up for a vote very soon um, at Obama's insistence that would allow the President of the United States to have what is called a kill switch, allowing him to shut off the Internet anytime he wants. And it specifically states in the bill, without judicial review, congressional review, or senatorial review, meaning the President can do it for whatever reason, as an executive power, executive authority, any times he deems fit, and no one can question him on it. Comments, opinions, thoughts. I don't like it. If that if that is what the bill actually that is says. that is what the bill says. Yeah, you know, I've not heard of anything like that, so I'm just going yes. to what you yeah, said. House, but if, um, if, if what you're saying is actually true, and that's what it all is, then I am 100 percent opposed to that. None left. To see if you can pull a, an article up on that for me. I forget what the House bill is. I do not think that any American president, regardless of who he is, regardless of what party, should have that kind of power without some kind of check or balance. Right. If you need a kill switch for the Internet for whatever reason, maybe we're being attacked, a cyber attack. Maybe you know there's a virus going world, you know, all over the world that we want to shut down here. Uh, fine. Okay. But there's got to be – there it is. Oh, there's one of them. There has to be somebody else, whether it's the courts or the Congress or the Senate, to look at this and say – yeah. Well, this is one of yeah, this is one of them. First letter introduced last summer by Senator Joseph Lieberman. Collins can suck my ass. Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this goes on to explain um that they would give him the kill switch and uh, one of the things that he insists on is the fact that it have no kind of review, no judicial review, etc. If you're going to have that kind of kill switch, if that kind of power should not belong to any person Look, China can cut off their internet any time they want. Do we really want to be like communist China? I sure as hell don't. Right. No president should have that kind of authority or that kind of power, period. 
at least without somebody else to look over the shoulder and say, wait a minute, I don't agree. You know, let's not do this. Or, you know, have somebody says, okay, we agree with you know, the reasons you want to, but you've got to do it over a, a period of time. You can't just have it indefinitely. Something. Right. There's got to be some kind of stopgap in there. If Obama can stop my rating night, fuck this country. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That sounds like a scary train of thought. Well, it is, Fretz. And you know what? I'm not going to go all Glenn Beck here and say, oh, that's what they're doing behind the scenes. Understand, half of what he does is for effect because he's entertaining, and half is because I think he legitimately believes it. I like Glenn Beck. Don't get me wrong. But, and, and you know what? And Obama can have the best of intentions. I'm sure he has no intention of shutting off the Internet. The problem is when you have, over the last couple of years, where he is encouraging people to report you know, websites that are, quote-unquote, you know, disseminating uh, uh, improper information about right, healthcare. right. Or the new one that just came out uh, last night. The government, under Obama, uh, his um, uh, initiative, has set up a phone line, a 1-800 phone line, anonymous phone line, if you want to complain about your boss. It will put you in touch with lawyers who can advise you on what to do about it. Anybody. Regarding that government, I mean private sector, anybody. You can call today and complain about your boss. I can go and complain about my boss. Anybody in the country. For any reason. Okay. Don't you, you don't have a problem with that? I, I, I see that as a huge waste of taxpayer dollars. What the hell business is it of theirs? Of the government? Yes. None. I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. You're just uh, kind of throwing things at me. I'm trying to, you know. Right. Well, it, it's just, I, it's, I don't understand why they have to have their hands in everything. Go away. Leave me alone. Okay. That's as political as I get. Right. And again, with the kill switch, I don't, I'm sure Obama has no intention of doing that. This is strike me as the kind of guy who would. No. And, and I just don't want that temptation being there for right. anybody. I, I understand. Right. And I, we also have the, the benefit of you know, hundreds of years of you know, our, our country being open. Yes. You know, kind, kind of like uh, you know, Britain with their unwritten constitution. You know, there are things they could legally do, right. but they don't do it because you know, tradition – and Absolutely. The course of hundreds of years. It just seems like the pendulum is swinging the other way. Where we're becoming less and less and less and less free. And I, I, I just, there's got to be a limit. There's got to be a, a line drawn in the sand. And like, look, this far, no further. You've got enough to work with. You know, you can't keep telling us. Not telling us we can't have salt in our diets now. It's like, fuck you. Stay out of it. I'm gonna eat what I want to eat. No trans fat. No sugar. No salt. Who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do? Yes, Digit. You're totally late to the purge list with her. I read your email like half an hour ago. You weren't even here for it, bitch. Well, I'm not going to late. You show up two hours late. Two, over two hours late. It's after 8 o'clock. No, no. We're gonna, hang on. We're going to restart the show at 8 o'clock from now on so the digit can show up for the show. God forbid she not be here when everybody else is. Horrible. Moving on. Sucks to be in Egypt. And I don't think that place is going to calm down anytime soon. I believe that's... I don't know. I think it's going to get the worse. The last I heard, he said he's not leaving. Until September. September, right. Which right. is when he's supposed to leave. Which I think is just going to exacerbate the issue even more. Right. It's, like, it's time to cut your losses. Loot the treasury and take off to Switzerland or something. Speaking of loot. Yes. Our last article before we head to the break. OneUp.com. Wow, gold sellers faced with PayPal bans. How about that? PayPal getting on the action, huh? It's hard to play World of Warcraft for long without seeing an advertisement in the chat window for one of the seemingly endless supplies of gold selling websites. Blizzard's battle with gold sellers is thankfully now getting some assistance from PayPal, one of the most popular payment methods on the Internet. After receiving complaints from Blizzard regarding IP violation, PayPal sent out notices to the infringing parties, threatening to cut off their ability to use the service. 
Sites were given the option to object to the report if they've been falsely accused. Those who are selling WoW Gold have no recourse but to stop if they're interested in continuing to use PayPal. Harmless as it might sound, gold selling can seriously hurt an MMO's in-game economy oh, no. and helps to encourage the hacking of accounts and botting. And that's not to mention those annoying advertisements in the game's chat or the workforce being exploited to farm the gold in the first place. There might never be an end to the struggle, but Blizzard can at least hopefully make it more difficult to pull off. All right, you know what? I don't think we've ever actually discussed. We may have, but it's been so long I can't remember. Hunter, what is your opinion of, of gold selling? I don't really have a huge problem with this it. This shit has existed since Ultima Online. Mean, who, care, who cares about the in-game economy? economy I don't, yeah, really? I know. What happens if the in-game economy collapses? What? It's, it's a game. You can turn the switch off, turn it back on. I don't know that it. I want to see Azeroth in a depression, man. That's right. Guys in the soup kitchen. Because first it's Azeroth, and then it's uh, that other continent I can't think of. The one, yeah, the ice, Loiteron or whatever. Then it's Ice Crown, and then yeah, then the whole damn system's coming down. Start killing Torrin, roasting them. Pretty soon it's going to be the People's Democratic Republic of Azeroth. Mage is just lined up as far as I can see because nobody needs That's any right. DPS. Tanks out of work. God, where is it? Where does it end? Where's it end? <laughs> I don't really. I mean, I mean if look, if no one needs a priest, if that's what you want, if you want to spend a hundred dollars in real life for fake money so you can buy stuff for your character, I don't care. If that's what you want to do, fine with me. No, listen. My issue with gold selling is how they get it, not what it does. You know what? It's kind of hypocritical for me about the whole botting thing. Back in the day in Ultima Online, I didn't have the time to build up my character, so I used a macro program. That essentially made my character do repeat the same task overnight, so it built up you know its skill right. points. That's essentially what they're doing here is a lot of them will use a bot program, which makes basically makes the character you know run in a circle, killing the same things to gain items or gold or what have you. I see. I'm kind of the same thing. I don't really give a damn. that If you want to spend real money on digital currency that will disappear with the game when it goes away, and some of my clan mates, especially uh, when they first started playing with us about a, a half a year into the game, and they, didn't, they weren't allowing paid transfers – Decided that they didn't want to have to build up the money for an epic mount, so they just they paid for like three thousand gold, for like fifty bucks or whatever American. Right. You know what? I, I can. Understand. I'm the same way. I'm the same thing as you are. I don't care. Oh no, the in-game economy is ruined. Oh, then switch surface. Stop playing. Like gold selling means people get their accounts hacked. I'll see how. Well, what, what does that have to do with what happens do people is people hack the accounts and take the gold? Yes. What happens is, let's say you go and, and buy money from an account. Okay. okay, or I think this is more along the lines of those who have uh, account leveling services more than gold hacking. But you would, you know, set up this account with a company and say, you know, it's fifty bucks. We'll level your account. Give us the information for your character, and we'll, you know, build them up for you. Okay, you give them your login name and your password, and they play the character up to a certain point. The problem is, once they're in there, no matter if you train your pa- change your password or whatever, there's backdoors and stuff that you can get into the account after like a month and you know they've been playing along strip it of everything they got and then send the gold to a different character in game ah, which then they send it to another and send it to another and send it to another and they do like money laundering basically it, it, digitally you know so and a lot of the gold that you're buying is actually that's been stuff that's been stripped from another person's character they you know they sell everything you've got in your banks so your character's naked when you get it back if you get it back they can you know go to the vendor sell it all for whatever gold they can and then ship it off to another character i see then they give it to you Mr. Johnny Come Lately, who goes and buys the gold, you meet up this other character in game, they can't do the gold, now you've got it. See how that works? Yes. Okay. So, Digit says, yeah, and botting isn't profitable enough, and account hacking is the majority of gold selling these days just due to the low amount of gold from botting. 
you know, and that's my problem with it is if people are getting their accounts hacked and that's something completely different. However, however, people are not getting hacked unless you are participating in this kind of stuff. Right. It takes so, tango. Right. I am not going to get hacked because I've never used those kind of services. You know, unless there's a keylogger in my system from something else, you know, from you know, watching the gratuitous amounts of wow porn that I do, I get a, you know, a virus from something or not. So, I, again, I have limited empathy for those kind of people. I was with uh, uh, FTP games, like Conquer Online or whatnot. Uh, selling gold is fine because it's free, but it's not a peer-to-peer subscription. It's selling an in-game advantage. Manly stuff says, don't use niche porn sites, kids. So, yeah, Epic Lurker says, the current method is to hack the account and attach an authenticator, so it takes a lot of time to get it back. I understand there's all kinds of different ways they can do that, and that's fine. But again, the only reason, the only way they're getting your account is if you're doing something you probably shouldn't. So, right. Again, limited sympathy for those kind of people. Folks, we're at the uh, way past 8 o'clock. We need, we're going to take a quick break and come back here. Uh, the Dick Wolf's controversy and the game of the year yet to go. Yeah. Plus, we have Forbidden Knowledge and the Quickening. A lot to get through the last 45 minutes. All right. We're only going to take about a five minute. Morning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Listening to the Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. I'll say it before and I'll say it again. I could listen to that all day long. Yes, I, I could too. She has a, a, a future in doing hente. Or at least one nine hundred numbers. Yeah. There yeah, so I should tell Ari she, she should do that. So Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we're back for the last 45 minutes of the Empress Court here on Versa World Productions, vtwproductions.com. Uh, a quick shout-out and reminder, don't forget Alpha Geek Radio, February 13th. The duo of Wootstock will be uh, advert- I'm sorry, advertised. Interviewed by the one, the only, the gnome-wise of Casually Hardcore on VTW. So check it out. Paul and Storm being interviewed. I've heard you know, some of this now, stuff now that you've mentioned it. But, now, yeah. now that we can do calls and things, yes. maybe we should try to get uh, interviews, interviews ourselves. I have thought of that. Actually, in that same vein, um, to your point, I recently posted on YouTube, my first YouTube posting ever, uh-huh. was my interview with Michael Gluck, Piano Squall, that actually made it to MTV. Oh, okay. And I posted the whole thing. This is the MTV video on MTV.com itself. Oh, obsessed. That's yes. Right. One thing that kind of pissed me off was that they used um, all my footage from the interview and some of my footage of the concert. Right. With him answering questions, they spliced out my voice. So you never hear me asking the questions. In fact, here, I'm playing for you. Right- yeah, this is me and him. This is at Oticon. Um, we're actually in the convention backstage. Okay. You know, uh, and this is actually him right after the interview when he went on and gave his concert. Okay. I think it was like 2005 or 2006. At the very end of it, it says, thanks to Emperor 1G. I gave him my, because I had to sign, out the, uh, sign the release forms for MTV. Right. I gave them my real name. And I was very specific. I don't want to be known as Emperor. Give me my full name. Sure, yeah, something like name. this. Yeah. No, Emperor 1G. Like, fuck. <sighs> no one's ever going to know who that is. That could be anybody. 
It gives like the 1G website. Like, I don't even care about the website. I want my name on there. <laughs> it was a fantastic interview. Yeah. So I've actually oh, well. posted the full interview unedited here. Okay, I don't know why it's in Oh, it doesn't need to be that big. Yeah. Yes. But, uh, okay, that's pretty well, – when I get home, I'll have to take a look at all those. But, uh, yeah, it's about 30 minutes long. It's actually – it was a very, very good interview. And as you can see, all six people have actually seen it. Well, you know, it takes a while for things to bump. Well, up. that – I mean, who the hell is we going to look it up? Either exactly. one, you're a fan of me or a fan of his. I don't even know if he's doing anything uh, lately. I have not talked to him in months. So, you know, I don't hop on AIM anymore. And to be honest, I haven't called him. I, I think we spoke sometime around uh, – right before the wedding. So you called to congratulate me on the wedding. But, oh, okay. Uh, I haven't spoken since. Anyways, the live quickening. Total Biscuit's wife is such a hot voice. Yes, yeah, she uh, Every quickening is live, except for the one you just heard. Right. So I don't, you know. Time for a PayPal update. Let's see what our accounts are up to. Oh, I got to put the PayPal password in again. Martyrdom keeps swearing he's giving us money, but, you know, screenshot or it didn't happen. Money or get the fuck out. Let's see. Probably tried to pay it to us and... Chinese gold. No. Do you guys take pennies? Let's see. Uh, we have two more donations. Yeah. All right. We've almost halfway to what we probably need. Awesome. Uh, let's take a look. Stand donation. Note. Hey, guys. Here's a donation towards the stands. Uh, great show, as always. Xanath. Thank you, sir. Xanath coming through in a big way. So that's Xanath and uh, Manly Stuff have now sent it. And let's see. Let's see. We'll accept this one. This is in uh, Pound Sterling. So let's see what it does. Uh, oh, look at that. It goes, it's more than a uh, Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Now, that doesn't surprise me. The Pound Sterling is more than a dollar. It's always been the case. I no, no. Had, the the dollar's more. Than the Pound Sterling? Yeah. You, you just saw it was, see, 10, 10 of that. It's 15 of ours. 15 of ours. Right. So we get more. So our dollar is... Oh, right. No, sorry, no, no, way you're in reverse. Whoops. Yeah, dude, sorry. sorry. Now, let's take a look at this one. Yeah, no, this, uh, pound sterling is always more than a dollar. Okay. Uh, let's see. Subject, you've got funds. Note for mic stands from Mr. Lewis McKnight. I was hoping to actually put his um, online handle on here. So, yeah, see, it's $1.5 for every one British pound. Oh, okay, I see. So I was hoping he put his online name here so we can give, because I mean, no one's really going to know him by his first name, his real name. So let's see. Uh... So I guess that no one's going to claim to be Lewis McKnight in the... Well, someone has to be because yeah. they're, they're listening live. Right. So well, how I, would they know? I would hope to have... If you're Lewis McKnight, please send me a message so I know exactly who you are, your online name. I am very particular about making sure the proper people get the proper uh, credit for helping us because this helps us in a huge way. Trust me, the show wouldn't even... Oh, we got another... No, wait, that's okay. We converted yes, that one. Yeah. So three donations, we're probably about halfway to where we need to be, guys. Thank you very much. I am keeping a list, so I think what we'll do is we'll do that. Where they'll sponsor the quickening going forward for every like week. Okay. Somebody new. Sounds so, good. Do we want to start with this week or no? Uh, we'll start with next week. Next week. Next week. Okay. We already so, named everyone. Yes. So. He doesn't understand conversion rates. Oh, so, that's uh, Majif. There we go. Majif, thank you very much, sir. I greatly appreciate it. We really do. Look, the show would not be here at all because we, we wouldn't have done it anymore. If we hadn't gotten the equipment the first time around. So you guys have been fantastic. Um, that's probably about half what we need for. We're, I'm only going to get three mic stands. This time I'm going to get something that's decent that isn't going to fall apart on me. Especially moving into the new house because we have a basement, a very large one. Yeah. I'll show it to you after the show, by the way. Okay. So we're going to have plenty of room now to do stuff. Um, some of it's going to have to be made for storage. That's a whole other argument. 
So, but we're going to have some more room so we can get some decent mic stands. Maybe ones that can stand up with an arm and then puts it in front of our face. Yeah. That'd yeah. be kind of cool. So, or maybe uh, attached to the ceiling coming down. We can. I, well, that might be a little more expensive than I want to do. Mm, okay. I, I want to make them good, but I don't want to go overboard because, you know, that's stupid. Uh, we will announce the winner of the game of the year at the very end of the show. So we'll get to that. Okay. Now, we still have to do Forbidden Now. Let's just do that because the quickening comes up too. All righty. So let me see if this is. Yes. And now it's time to learn something that you shouldn't. It's time for Highlanders Forbidden Knowledge. This one's a particular good one. Yes, and I, I like wish I, you would have actually done this prior to today when I got all this. Oh, really? I paid a fortune, yes. This oh. is exactly what I did today, so I spent three and a half hours today. All I'll right. explain to that. Let me go ahead. Here we go, forbidden knowledge. How to steal cable. How to steal cable. Cable stealing goes back to the days where people would watch stage reviews in the 1920s through small holes in the wall. These people were referred to as funnery snatchers. I'm not, I'm not making that up. It's really <laughs> that's why you want funnery, funnery snatcher. snatcher. I was going to use lake effect. I like this better. I like that better. Yeah. And they created an art in stealing entertainment. Why pay for 300 channels when you can simply take them for free? Here's a six-step way to get free cable. Step one: get a job in the cable industry. Being the inside man entitles you to many perks like free cable and coffee. Is that true? The small price. Uh, you'll see. The small price you have to pay is to convince someone in the cable and installation industry to hire you in some capacity. Your position could be as lowly as the business's janitor. Step two, be friendly. You do not want to be that shifty new scrubber who is mysterious to all. You must chat with your coworkers and make it seem like this is your passion. This is to misdirect them from thinking you're about to steal their cable. Do this for about three months. Step three, be sly. Ask your boss or your lead janitor about the, quote, free cable hookup. He will look around to make sure no one is around. <laughs> then he'll give you a number to call. Do not call it from your house or cell because they can trace that back to you. Step four, wait for the call. A woman is going to answer. This means you're doing everything perfectly. If a man answers, yell, this wasn't part of the deal, and wait until the next day. <laughs> Once you get the girl, she's going to ask for your address. Give it to her, but only in the way you two will understand. I would go with pig Latin, but you didn't hear that from me. She'll make an appointment. Step five, the hookup. She'll say a guy is going to stop from between 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. You have to be at your house because this guy means business. This is not a guy you want to screw with by picking up some milk at the corner store that's only a block away. He eats janitors like you for breakfast. People have woken up in their grave for worse than that. Just play it cool. <laughs> Once he shows up and you show him your employee card, he'll give you the hookup. Step six, the switcheroo. Now, you can't work and watch TV at the same time. But this conundrum is one easy to solve. Hobo labor, which, yes, is the technical term for it. <laughs> Find a pauper who looks just enough like you to pass off at you, as you at your place of work. As long as he remains gainfully employed, you have some stolen cable to enjoy. Also, continue to cash the checks. There's no reason for you not to get paid for brilliant misdirection. <laughs> How to steal cable. Forbidden knowledge. Okay. <laughs> Schnell says, I got free cable with all the movie channels from a friend of mine for years that paid for Time Warner. <laughs> Actually, I thought I was hoping for something a little more technical that I could do myself. But right. I'm going to get employed by oh, It's been Cox a while. Cable. I thought I'd do something kind of funny. Awesome. So, oh, and the other thing, too, is um, it's not broadband. It's actually a dedicated line, which is nice. We don't have to share the cable anymore. It rips the neighborhood. Hey, so. fantastic. F them. Right. I get my own cable. It's like 15, 15 megabytes per second. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's actually going to be pretty Although, decent. like we were saying before with uh, 
cable and Netflix and all that. Man, right. There's between Netflix and Hulu, you don't. It's almost getting to the point where you don't even need a television anymore. Right. And I think that's ultimately what's going to end up happening. So you'll see that start to fade out. So, okay, Dick Wolves. Everybody knows them. Everybody fears them. Everybody wants one for a pet. All right. For those living on a rock, get more friends. Emp, thanks. Uh, get bent. I don't know if anybody uh, who follows Penny Arcade is not aware of this, especially in the last week that's really blown up. Back in August 11, 2010, they made a, uh, a comic about, I think it was World of Warcraft. I think that's what it looked like. Yeah. Where the idea is that your character is, like you're running a mission where you have to you know, let five slaves go. Like you've got a key and you have to bust out five slaves are being held, you know, doing whatever. Right. And the joke is that you walk in and there's obviously more than five slaves, mainly so that other people can complete the quest the same time you do. Sure. And that you, you know, find the five that you need, let them loose, and that's the quest is over. And the joke is that there's another slave there, the sixth one, who you don't let free because you don't need to anymore. And the slave goes on to say, we're getting raped to sleep every night by dick wolves. And they make a comment in the news that, you know, the dick wolf is an imaginary character where every appendage is a phallus. Right. So this, of course, starts off a storm that's kind of built over time. Uh, I don't know who Shakespeare, say Shakespeare's sister is. But it's some kind of, I don't know, feminist bitch who then, of course, has a problem with this. And she starts a wave of attacks against Penny Arcade because they're supposedly promoting the rape culture. I don't know what the rape culture is, Highlander, being that I'm not a rapist or much into it. I've never heard of the rape culture. I have not either. Um, I've heard of thug culture. I've heard of thug life. I've heard of gangster culture. I've heard of culture. I've not heard of rape culture. No, I, I don't know of the race of rapists, but apparently there is. Anyway, so uh, it it starts to you know kind of get out there. So Penny Arcade a couple days later um, basically makes a, another comic where they kind of mock the people that are complaining, saying you know we are not telling people to go out and rape, but in case you were going to rape because you saw our comic, we ask you not to. Fine. Okay. Well, okay, so more people obviously find it They find it as a joke, and there are people complaining. Uh, as time progresses, eventually they decide to start selling T-shirts, Dick Wolf T-shirts. Okay, well, this kicks everybody, this, this vocal minority, into overdrive, where they start, and if you really want to follow it bit by bit, I'm kind of, of jumping between here, go to debacle.tumblr.com, and right there it'll show you the timeline that this whole shitstorm started. So... On September 10th, uh, I think it's Tycho, or is it Gabe? No, one of them. Anyways, the guy's name's Mike, draws a dick wolf for the audience because they do Penny Arcade uh, TV. So you can watch him draw on the comic live. Oh, okay. So for people watching, he decides to draw what a dick wolf would look like because it's an imaginary character they just made up. Sure, sure. All right, anyways, so on the Penny Arcade blog, Mike uh, mocks trigger warnings, basically saying that there apparently there are warnings that you know you're a rapist. Trigger warnings are customary in some feminist and other spaces. They are designed to prevent people who have an extremely strong and damaging emotional response to certain subjects from encountering them unaware. Having these responses is called being triggered. A trigger warning usually takes the form of some emphasized, usually bold text describing in broad terms of an unsuspecting nature. Basically, before you'd click on the comic and say, It's a rape comic! Right. So that you aren't taken unawares. Right, right. What right. a load of bullshit. Uh-huh. Anyways, this is not a flashback from Vietnam, and if it was, too goddamn bad. All right, so this continues on. When it finally came to a crux, on January 26th, I think it was last week, 
And this is where I kind of came into it because I, I thought it kind of died out. Apparently, Penny Arcade decided to take the Dick Wolf t-shirts and pennants off of their store. Some bitch named Courtney Stanton said that she was asked to, but refused to speak at Penny Arcade Expo East, the PAX East, okay. because of this, this nonsense. That didn't stop her from trying to sell her own t-shirts, the Dick Wolf Guild Survivors t-shirt. Now, apparently, this bitch has claimed to be a rape survival. Survivor. Right. You know, survivor. Whatever. Yeah. Survivor. When pressed to tell and give details as to when this happened, she has refused and ignored it. So there are some questions as to whether or not she was lying. This is just one of many. So, of course, the rhetoric has been ramped up on both sides. As soon as they decided to take the T-shirts off, that's when the rest of the Penny Arcade community really became aware that this continued on. So the shitstorm went the other way because now it was seen that Penny Arcade was caving into a vocal minority. In fact, Gabe went on to actually mention it on his Twitter saying that, yes, in fact, they had caved to a, a vocal minority. They just didn't want to deal with the nonsense anymore. So they took it off, you know, the website. That is not the explanation that you read on their front page, which a couple days ago, uh, which was, we took them off because we don't want anybody going to PAX to feel awkward or uncomfortable because of the Dick Wolf thing. Right. Okay. Anubis, I'm with you. I had never heard of the rape culture prior to this particular situation either. I never have. I still haven't outside of this. All right. Here's the thing. Fred says, I didn't know rape was a widespread enough to constitute a cultural movement. Okay. I, I didn't either. I didn't either. Um, here's the thing. Penny Arcade, in and of their existence, since their very start, has been shocking. And they've been over the top, usually in relation to games. But they've attacked everything. Politics, religion, not so much, but a bit. Right. Murder. They've done rape before. They've done murder before. Theft. Kidnapping, all kinds of stuff. Right. No one ever had a problem with it before. Now there's this. Of all the shit that they've done since their inception, that's far more offensive to anybody. No one ever had a problem prior to this. The amount of hypocrisy from the people <laughs> that are flinging stones and saying, "Oh, this is terrible. It's it's promoting rape culture. It's it's promoting people to go forth and rape." It's mind-boggling to me. I don't get it, and I think this is this is more of a, of a of a dialogue or a microcosm of the world today, at least insofar as this country is concerned, where you can be offended by anything these days. People go out of their way to be pissed off at something. You can't make a joke about anything or talk about anything. It's amazing to me, like people like Chris Rock have a career and aren't thrown out on the streets for being you know racist over the top. This is no different. Uh, comments opinions anything jump in here right i was waiting for you to well to finish it's man it's it's really tricky because obviously everyone is entitled to their opinion yes and if if you found it offensive i i understand that but a a lot of things that are offensive you have to take into context you know is it someone you know you, you have to you have to look at the the person who's who's bringing forth the 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 offensive thing you know something like like penny arcade where they it's it's already sort of offensive to begin with, but it's offensive in a in a funny sort of way. You you know someone who's who's looked at it, and even even the the, the comic in question, rape complete. It's exactly, uh, it's it's not even the main part of the 
of of the comic. It's not even what the the commentary is that it's right. And that was saying that rape wasn't even the joke. It was just no, it wasn't even the joke. The joke was the fact that you know you only it was actually spring the five instead of right. You should be saving everyone. It's actually sort of a noble thing, right? If you think about it, you should be saving everyone, not just five slaves out of you know everyone. A, a lot of it comes down to, to to context. You know who who is the person that's you know saying these things? Is it someone who you know is generally you know a, a associates with? If, now let me just say, if if Gabe and Ty decided to you know if they hung around people who were rapists and things like that, then I think I could see the people that were offended be justified because there's there's a background to it. Yes. But for something like this, where it's clearly meant as as a joke and not meant to be taken seriously, the 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 level that it's it's gotten to really is is ridiculous. I don't really understand how it's gotten this far. I mean, and they're I, and threatening I think, his. They're calling his house and emails, threatening him and his and his family with death, death threats, and everything else now over this. Really? Yes. I haven't heard that at all. Uh, well, that's actually it's that's on here. Oh, it's on there. Um, yeah, actually, they. Uh, Let's see. Uh, new stop, man. Oh, fucking, okay. da, 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 hang on. Uh, rape culture. It's perfectly pretty good. Why? Hang on. Let me find it. It's actually on here where they actually are threatening his. Um, give me what? Standby. Hang on. Da, 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 da. Oh, here it is. Go to Mike Krolik's house. That's Gabriel's house. Literally murder his wife and child. And jokes, funny rules. And then this continues to kind of pick it up on Twitter. It was where they're actually gotcha, threatening, okay. you know, his his family and him. And and here's the thing. And you're right; it, it goes to context. Yeah, it, obviously context they're not telling people you need to go out and rape. Yes. You need to go out and 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 do this. And obviously these aren't people who are you know pedophiles or rapists to begin right. with. You know, I will criticize Penny Arcade for the way they handle this. If they hadn't got into the middle of a Twitter war and actually responded to a lot of these assholes, it would have gone away. That's yeah. I was I was gonna you know what? I was gonna get to that. The, when, when they took down the T-shirts, that's probably what really started it. Yeah, that's what Be- threw because, it in overdrive. Because those that small minority of people right. saw that they were being listened to. Y- yes. So now yes. now we're going to double our efforts. They're really going to listen to us now. Yeah. If they hadn't made the second comic mocking the people complaining. If they haven't even gone so far as to make the Dick Wolf shirt, although, I again, I don't have any problem with this. My point is this is all adding fuel to the fire. If they had simply ignored them for the assholes that they were, complaining about shit that had nothing, I find it very hard to believe that there's a feminist going to that website on a routine basis to get laughs out of the jokes right. that they make because of the amount of stuff that they've mentioned before. And if they've made feminist jokes and, and jokes about women before, yeah, again... These are people going out of their way to find something to complain about and attack. And, you know, what Gabriel mentioned in one of his Twitters, you don't have to go to the website. Right. Don't go. Don't read the joke. Don't come to PAX. And that's what what this really, apparently, he now points to and says, we don't want people not coming to PAX because they feel awkward about it. Bullshit. Don't come to PAX if you don't want to. If you think all of Penny Arcade revolves around that one comic... And you believe that that one comic is the entire philosophy of the website, then don't go. You ruin the experience for everybody else. They had should have ignored these people, and they would have gone away. They would have found something else to go on crusade about. Right. Here's the big problem. They're now in an untenable situation. Uh, yeah. I, yes. I, I don't know how you get yourself out Everybody's of it. pissed off. Okay. The people who are bad about the Dick Wolves, they're still pissed off. Sure. Was, oh, yeah, we thank you for taking out the merchandise. I, fine. And, st- and right. the people like you who thought yes. they should have just ignored it and 
understands yes. the joke for what it is are pissed off because now they caved. because now it looks like Penny Arcade is kowtowing toward. It doesn't look like they did. There's no question that they did. All right, I'll take it a step further. But yes, now everybody hates them on both sides. They have no friends anywhere. They're a, a ship without a port. Okay, the people that that were complaining about it. Look, they're no less pissed off at you now because you took it down. If anything, they're they're full of vindication because they were right. Yes, they forced you to take it down. You know, glory to Allah, the Crusade won. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm mixing up two different ones. Shut up. Yes, Anyways, moving on. Here's the worst part of it. Okay. Penny Arcade's greatest strength was their invincibility. In that, no matter what they said or what they did, they've always taken the stance of. We don't care if you don't like it. Don't come to the website. We do fine on our own. They raise millions of dollars for for their child's play uh, charity. They raise millions of dollars, I'm sure, or damn close between all the contracts and comics they do for companies, you know, the merchandise they sell on their website, people that go to PAX and PAX East. Sure. They're rolling in dough. A vocal, very small minority was not going to make a dent in their ledger. All right? They weren't going to not feed their families because of these, you know, dumbasses that invincibility is now gone because whether they want to admit it or not they've all but admitted wrongdoing by taking it down as soon as they you know raised the white flag and took the dick wolf's t-shirts off and apologized for the whole thing except for the comic right which is so well i'm not gonna apologize for the comic yes you are as soon as you caved in and quit you did that or of invincibility is now gone the precedent has been set. If you don't like something that Penny Arcade does, it's now that much easier for you to get them to take something down, to acknowledge your complaints, and to alter their business model in the way they do things. In the eyes of their fans, myself included, I will never see them the same way again. Because now I'm always going to wonder, you know, the comics and the stuff they do, are they really, I mean, is this the best they could come up with? I wonder what kind of funny stuff they could have done, but now they're hedging their bets. Because they don't want to offend people now. Now, there's certain groups that are going to try and go around. They're not going to really want to you know, piss anybody off. That the comics should not become tamer. Even if they're not, the perception maybe sure. they're going to become tamer. They're going to be you know, lighter hearted. They're going to be more PG or PG-13 instead of R. And it makes it that much easier for the next group of people to go after them. Because they know if they keep at it long enough... They're going to get acknowledged. And a lot of this is fame, if you think about it. These people, I mean, I just wrote off this, this Stanton bitch. I mean, on this debacle.com, there are tons of different websites and blogs and people who I have never heard of and wouldn't give two goddamns about, even existed, if it hadn't been for this particular controversy. These people are now getting tons of hits and attention because they're jumping onto the Penny Arcade sure, bandwagon. Sure. Even if they weren't even aware of the comic prior to it actually happening. They're fighting a shitstorm and they're jumping on the bandwagon just to be part of it, either one side or the other. Kind of like the Muslim Brotherhood. Oh, hey, there's a riot in Egypt. Let's join one side or the other just so we're significant and they count as a part of it. This is no different. The next time there's even something even remotely controversial that some group or one person can get a hold of, other people are going to flock to it because they know it's a hot-button issue because of who it involves and because there is a certain power and vindication of Highlander in that if I complain about it and the other group kowtows to my opinion, I've won. I'm important. I'm a person whose opinion really matters because somebody else did what I told them to. Right. I fully have holy indignation. It's a disgrace. I'm sorry, I got something in my glasses. No, it's okay. I, I guess this is as close to a meltdown I was willing to get today, but 
Penny Arcade has done them a great disservice because they, uh, again, like I said, they pissed off both sides. And a lot of their fans, myself included, are now going to hold them in the same regard I, I did. It's a shame. I, I, I don't think they should have made the shirts because it seemed to just exacerbate the entire issue. Right. They should have just left it alone yeah. and everything would have been fine. And that's all it was. Well, anyways, it was a one-shot joke. It wasn't made to yeah. sell T-shirts. And it wasn't even the joke of the – Right. Of, like we said before, it wasn't even the joke of the comic. It was just a throwaway line. Fred says, the thing is, though, implying that rape happens does not mean that one actually condones said act of rape. Right. Yeah. You know, it. Anyways, um, yeah, Xanath is now posting things in the IRC showing examples of other, of worse comics uh, that Penny Arcade has done. So, uh, it's a real shame because it, it really does start a precedent. And, like I said, in a world, especially in this country, where things becoming. So much more strict, where creativity is being squashed now because you're afraid of offending anyone for any reason. This is one of those shining examples of, of where they gave a big middle finger to censorship and said, we're going to do and say whatever the hell we want for entertainment, for a comic. It's not like we're telling people, go out and murder, go out and kidnap, go right, out and thief, right. go out and rape, go out and anything. It's, all, it's, a, it's a joke. The, the only thing I can think of, we were talking about it off the air, as, as to why they kind of reacted the way they did, and they, they kowtowed. I don't know. I think it might have something to do with money. I think that they were worried that you know if, if, if this kept up, that the, the end result would be that they would end up losing people reading the comic or less people would go to PAX. And but these people weren't going to packs to begin with. These people are not buying merchandise. I, mean, I, I understand right. what I'm you're guessing saying. I'm the vast majority, and they have to be aware of it. 90% of the people bitching, I'm sure, have never been to the website. Probably. Or are, are, are you know, only aware of them in passing. Uh-huh. They're not fans of the, of the, uh, the well, strip. Sure as heck are now, we'll tell you that. No, I, but they'll claim to be because I, I that gives know. them more credibility. I don't know. Is, is it that they, they worry that, that Penny Arcade, that, well, them being Penny Arcade, Feel that they've become too mainstream that now they feel that they can't. You know, go you know there. what? That might be a, a legitimate point. Is that now they become so mainstream, they're a real quote unquote corporation. Yeah. Now they have to yeah. act like all the other ones and and toe the line. The problem is they built their empire based on this kind of of humor. Right. You can't have it both ways. If you start becoming the PG thirteen and PG, look at the, fuck. Look at the WWE. Remember the Attitude Era? Yes. They're pulling in seven, eight, nine ratings. Millions of people. Now they, they're a PG uh, product. They're barely hitting three. No one watches them anymore. I don't even watch them anymore. They're irrelevant. It's the same thing. When you build yourself up to be this you know, uh, creative hub of comedy and you don't care about damn the consequences, who cares if anybody likes us? Right. That was your appeal. That's what everybody loved you for. That's gone. You show that that's not important anymore. Maybe it is their their corporate reputation, their mainstream reputation, their you know their bottom line now affects the way they do things. I, I don't know. It's the only thing I can think of that that would you know that would let them do that. I don't know. Too bad it has all the weight of a wild forum troll quitting after a patch. Says Xanath. Yeah, because those people never quit. If every single person was to complain a bitch, I don't know that their bottom line would have been affected if these people just disappeared. I, I agree. I agree. It's it, it, it's it, it's the internet. Yes. The internet, you know, most of the internet is relatively offensive. You know, once you get down to the to the humor of it, right? Internet humor tends to be very of- offensive. But it, it, I still go to the same bottom line. And it's the same thing with, with radio shows you don't like or TV shows you don't like. Don't watch them. 
Look at that skins. We, uh, Baron and I talked about that. That skin show on MTV that that calls that huge brouhaha using those 14, 15, 16 year old actors and actresses, getting them half naked and oh, right, yeah. simulated sex with each other and doing uh-huh. drugs and all that. All the sponsors pulled. It wasn't even so much that. Everybody tuned in for the first episode because all the big controversy, like 15 million people watched the opening. You know. Right, yeah. The next episode, 6 million. Third episode, 3 million. People stopped watching it. Either one, because the hype wasn't there, or two, because people said, I don't want to watch this junk. It's so offensive, I don't even want to watch it. Let the market set it. You don't like it, don't watch it. And it'll eventually go away. If it doesn't, it doesn't affect you because you're not watching it. You're not being affected by it. People watch the Jersey Show by the thousands, by the millions. Doesn't affect me. I hate it. I won't watch it. Doesn't bother me anymore that it's on TV. Now, let me play devil's advocate then. Okay. Do you think that would apply to everything? Or do you think there, there is some sort of set standard that needs to be set? I believe when you get... Like, if there was a show that, like... Now, I'm not saying that they were legitimately raped. It was all simulated. But it was, it was almost like a... Like a snuff film, like it was set up that way. That's a lot different. Like, You're taking yeah. an actual real life situation with real action, real life people, and simulating. That's something very different than a hand drawn cartoon about a video game that's a comet made in passing. Right, but I'm I'm talking right. about this okay. particular scene. Right. Scenario. Okay, I got you. Now if, if that went on the air, would you say that well just don't watch it and it'll eventually go away? Or do you think something like that you would say this should not be on the air at all and it needs to be stopped? I think if something's taken to such great extremes, and uh, I, it would have to be something really extreme okay. for me to consider that, then, then yes, it needs to be pulled from TV. It should never have made it, regardless of who's going to watch it. Okay, fair enough. I, I'll I just suppose leave it it's possible. Right. You would have to be really extreme. And again, I think it would depend on when it's airing and where it's airing. If it's on public TV, like one of the big three networks, yeah. or four networks, that's a whole different ballgame because everybody gets access. If it's on cable, no, because you don't have to watch cable. Not everybody has it. Uh-huh. You know, not everybody has that channel. Everybody's got the main networks. Delaney says, does Emperor know about Internet metering law that almost passed in Canada? I don't know that I'm aware of it. Mally stuff says, to be honest, the in- Internet... I agree. I'm, I'm a- not aware of Canada. Either. Yeah. It's barely a... It's not even a real country, country after all. Yeah. Like Skins Emp... I, I did watch the first episode because I wanted to see before, and I was bearing had the same point. Before I make an informed decision, I want to see. I don't want to take the parent teacher counsel. Yeah, you'd rather see it for yourself and see what it is. I saw it and I was against it. My more big thing was not so much the simulated acts of drug use and rape, it was the or of sex. It was the fact that they were fifteen-year-old actors doing these things. It was basically child porn. They were they were like they were fourteen was, fifteen year old actors. Was it like a like a sitcom? Not a, I'm no. sorry, a sitcom. Was it like a drama or yes. something? Yes, yeah, yes, an MTV okay. drama, supposedly depicting because I guess the BBC is the one that they actually had it in England. Okay, and it was I guess I don't know if it was really more graphic or a lot less. I don't remember which. Gotcha. But apparently, yeah, it was supposed to depict um, American teenager life, high school life, here in the United States. Rampant drug use, rampant alcoholism, rampant sex between everybody. I see. Lots yeah. of skin showing, you know, bare ass everywhere. And these were like 15-year-old girls, 14-year-old boys, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Basically, gotcha. it was freaking child porn. So I, I did see it, and I, saw, I thought, okay, this is way over the top. I would not watch this. I would not allow any kids of mine to watch this. All right, folks, uh, we got to wrap this thing up. We only got five minutes left, and I do have stuff to do uh, prior, you know, after the show. So uh, let's do the quickening real quick, and then we'll get to the uh, game of the year. All righty. Uh, okay. Here we are. Bo- 
Okay, that's all you get. All right. Just run out of time. So get the quickening. Throw it up there for me. Well, if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the quickening, please send them to me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Real quick, PayPal update. We still do not have enough for our mic stands. You people are being stingy. It's hard times out there. We need money. Emperor1g at cox.net. <laughs> Send it now before the show's over so I can give you the uh, proper props. All righty. Uh, give me the thing there, the mouse. sir. Yeah. There we go. All righty. Highlander1g at gmail.com. You want me to answer your questions? Here we go. The quickening. Question. Why are cookies so yummy? Because they are made with the tears of cancerous orphans. Jesus Christ. Wouldn't we just say that the, the we just play the very first quickening about, you know, the one like black babies. Right. And then you go with this, the tears of cancerous orphans. The cancer makes, makes them taste like cinnamon. <laughs> oh, God. And despair. <laughs> Question. Christmas in 2009, I asked Emperor for his zombie <laughs> plan. His involved shoving children into hordes of zombies. So what's your zombie plan? Is that true? Is that uh, your zombie plan? It, it does sound like you. It, it does sound like you. Well, for my zombie plan, I figure the best place to distribute the drug is through the water supply. That way it infects as many people as possible in the quickest amount of time. I'm thinking about also going with an airborne agent as well. Maybe just spray some highly urbanized areas like New York, L.A., Chicago. It would definitely speed up the infection process, uh, causing more generalized panic. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You, you meant what my plan is to save myself from the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Who would do something stupid like that? I figure it is much more fun to plan the zombie apocalypse than to plan to save yourself from it. Screw that. Question, if the Jews have all the money and control the media, what do they plan to buy and ensure we don't find out about? Well, if I told you, then you'd find out, wouldn't you? What kind of a conspiracy would it be if everyone knew what they were going to do? Besides, you know how those people are. You try to get something out of Jaime Hooknose, and it's like trying to pull money from a Jew. <laughs> there goes our five Israeli fans we made earlier in the show. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Question, what does hell yes. look like? What does hell look like? Is it nice there? Well, based on that last, em- last answer, I think M suspects I'll have a first-hand knowledge of hell. <laughs> so, hey, stay tuned. Question, where did God go wrong? What are some, of, some more of God's mistakes? Who is this God fellow anyway? Oh, I could spend a whole show talking about all three of those questions. But I'll keep it simple, since people only with a third-grade mentality bother to send in questions in the first place. We'll stay with uh, the human body. Useless parts of the human body include the appendix, utterly useless, the oraclaris muscles that let other mammals point their ears but are useless on us, although you can uh, that's what you use to wiggle your ears, which obviously is very important. The coccyx, or the human tail, which even has its own muscle. The extensor coccygis, which, which would allow us to wag our tail if we had one. Goosebumps, since our bodies are mostly hairless anyway or have very fine hair on it, there's no point for the same animal reaction of having your hair stand up on end. And while we're at it, what's the point of having hair there in the first place? To keep us warm? Maybe God had a plan an expansion never got around to. Exactly. We have genes for features not present in human beings. We can choke ourselves because our windpipe comes off of our food pipe, so to speak. And the male urethra runs right through the prostate, which is infection prone. Perhaps this godfellow should have taken an engineering class first. Question. We all know that you love to hate on anyone and everyone equally, but who are your favorite targets? Bonus points if you say French. All right. Uh, People who order too many French fries and throw most of them away. 
Uh, people who put too much French dressing on their salad. And people who like French onion soup. That stuff is disgusting. I like French onion dip. Fair enough. I like French bread. Question. I think is it the last? Yeah, the last question of the quickening. Question. I went to play a druid in Rift and quickly learned the pet I was promised was a fairy and not a bear, a wolf, or a giant sombrero. Later levels, I get a greater fairy. Now the question is, should I continue petting my fairy or try to find a better game, class, or show to listen to? First off, what the hell are you talking about? Was that English? I actually had to look up what you were talking about. Apparently Rift is an MMO, one of dozens likely to fail this year alone. So you want me to tell you if you should keep playing this game or if there's a better one out there? Well, I suppose you'll just have to stay with Rift. I mean, where else are you going to find an online RPG set in a fantasy setting with elves and swords and magic and all that? I mean, they just, make, they just don't make stuff like that up, though, you know? Where in all the internets are you going to find a game with swords and magic? I just don't know. It's good to know that somewhere out there there's talented and creative people coming up with brand new ideas like an online game with wizards. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> if you have a question that you'd like me to answer on the quickening, you can always reach me at highlander1g at gmail.com. <laughs> and you said you were going to ask at the end of the show if about the quickening. Has it gotten better or worse? Yeah, or better or worse, the same. I don't know. Okay, so if you liked... I mean, is the quickening better or worse or be, you know, or the same? You can always email him. Yeah, you can email me, yeah. Or you can throw it up on IRC right now if you're... Well, live. I mean, for the podcast people, I'm sure they'll email you. Sure, okay. Sure. Anyway, so the polls closed um, actually this evening at the start of the show at 6 o'clock, and we had mentioned uh, the last couple of weeks, actually we meant to do this last year, we never got around to it, though, is that the Emperor's Court would award a Game of the Year award. We would actually get a plaque. We're going to make it. I'm going to stop by the store on Monday and order the damn thing. We'll take a picture of it on the website, and I will mail it out probably in the next couple of weeks uh, to the game company. And it'll basically be, uh, you know, we award you for the game of the year on behalf of the fans and staff of the Empress Court and then our website. Right. It's like the Golden Thumb Up or something. I haven't thought of the name of it. Anyway, so people got to the vote. Golden One Up actually would be pretty good. Except that would be like a, wouldn't that kind of go with OneUp.com? I, I wouldn't want Would it? I don't, I don't know. know. I was thinking oh. like the Golden Thumbs Up or something stupid like that. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, the Golden Pat on the back. It's like a hand like... That'd be pretty good. Yes. So there were uh, 10 titles that I gave you a chance to vote on. The Red Dead Redemption, StarCraft II, The Wings of Liberty, World of Warcraft Cataclysm. There was some controversy over that one, but I stand by it, and for obvious reasons. Heavy Rain, Alan Wake, Connect Sports, Call of Duty Black Ops, Civilization V, Halo Reach, and Dragon Quest IX. And that was, I think, the only handheld on there. Um, oddly enough, Black Ops received no votes for Game of the Year. And our huh. poll that ran on the website. So neither did Connect Sports, which I wasn't surprised, but I considered, I considered uh, putting it up there because it was so revolutionary and, you know, supposedly sure. and all that. So. Sure. Uh, Halo Reach and Dragon Quest Nine each received one vote. Uh, Civilization, I'm sorry, Heavy Rain considered, got three, and Alan Wake only got one. The rest was actually a four man race between Red Dead Redemption, StarCraft II, World of Warcraft, and Civilization V. The winner, much to my dismay, but unfortunately, and I still stand by it, I had to kind of put it up there, because when you think about it, it really, a lot of people will have a complaint that you shouldn't have a sequel up for the game of the year. Um, well, then you have things like Halo Reach, sequel. Mass Effect 2, sequel. StarCraft 2, sequel. Right. So, 
World of Warcraft Cataclysm really, since they revolutionized the way it's played, the whole philosophy changed again. It's basically like a new game, so I put it up there. Right, right. And it carried the day. World of Warcraft Cataclysm had 29% of the vote. The next closest was Red Red Redemption at 22 and StarCraft at 20. So Blizzard will receive a nice plaque from us for the World of Warcraft Cataclysm expansion as the game of the year 2010. Well... I guess that's what people wanted. I personally voted for Red Dead Redemption myself. As did I. So, there you go. The polling is over. It's done. World of Warcraft Cataclysm is the Emperor's Court 2010 Game of the Year. And I will send them a the plaque and all that and what have you. So, there you go. Civilization. There you go. Sequel. Exactly. Exactly. Red Dead Redemption, technically a sequel. Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. So, you know, it's kind of hard when you have some very successful franchises not to include a sequel. It just kind of is. So there you have it. And so Highlander, yes. we're five minutes after nine. We have to wrap this up. So real quick, uh, we're going to have to hit the post game. But there's one more question that we need to answer. And we pull up the song here. We'll get this playing because we're kind of running out of time. Okay. Who do you like in the Super Bowl tomorrow? Who do I like in the Super Bowl? Yes. Well, I decided to try and take a step back because obviously being from Cleveland, there is the obvious answer. And yes. then there probably is the correct answer. Correct. So I took a look at both sides, and even though I am from Cleveland, uh, I am still going with the Green Bay Packers to win. Good. I think Green Bay is the overall better team. I think Aaron Rodgers is a bit more a complete passer than Ben Roethlisberger. And he's sober. And I like Green Bay's defense a lot more than Pittsburgh's defense. I'm not saying Pittsburgh can't win it, right? but I think Green Bay has the edge. I'm going to take Green Bay. Um, I approach it two ways. And that was, who do I want to win and who do I think will win? Right. My obvious choice is, fuck Pittsburgh. I want Green Bay to win. Of course. Yes, go Packers. Who I think will win um, is the same. The Green Bay Packers are going to yeah. win the game. And for uh, much the same reason. The Steelers are kind of banged up. I know uh, uh, Pouncey is out or what the fuck his name is. He's out. Uh, a good part of their defense. you still got um, Palomalu, who's still somewhat hurt, still playing injured. Yeah. Roethlisberger, look, the guy's a mixed bag at this point. He, he was just out, you know, drinking and carousing Wednesday and Thursday night again. They, they TMZ followed him. I, was, yeah, yeah, I saw that, which was just stupid. I mean, I, it, you're, it's a free country, and yes. I'm sure you were back on time, but given your history, right. is it really what you want? I mean, really? Is yes. that the best choice? You, you want make? that kind of uh, distraction. Now, granted, he's been there before. He's played in Super Bowls before. He's won a couple. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I understand. So, the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, I look at the Packers, and I like the team. Clay, Math- Clay Matthews Jr. Yes. You know, he's, you know, his dad was a Brown for, what, 16 years? Yeah, he was a beast. He was a legend and still is in this town. He was a pro bowler. Um, he got used cars today. Yes. A.J. Hawk, Buckeye, a huge standout linebacker from uh, uh, Ohio State, is on the defense. Right. And I do like Aaron Rodgers. He's a younger, um, he's younger than Roethlisberger, but... I'm the same in the same boat as you. I think he's more of a complete package. Yeah. He also doesn't bring all the baggage to the table. He's not a drunk. He's not a rapist, allegedly. You know, he's not getting suspended. He's not causing problems off the field. I don't think he's going to distract his team. And let's face it, the Packers are hungry. The Steelers, they've been there before. Yeah. Packers, they, they want it. And I think that's why they're favored by three points. Yeah. So I think when it's all said and done, um, you can give me a score here. What okay. do you think? Uh, uh, I'm going to say Green Bay 24, Pittsburgh 21. I think uh, it's going to be close. I'm going to stay. I'm going to keep with the spread. I'm going to go 20, Packers 27 and Steelers 24. Okay. I think they're winning by a field goal. I think it'll be a hard-fought game, which is something we haven't had in some some time for the Super Bowl. Did you sign up for your free pizza, possibly, from Papa John's? No. Why, why? Uh, Papa John's, if you signed up, I don't know if you can still do so, but if you okay. go to PapaJohns.com right. and sign up, if the game goes to overtime, 
which has never happened in Super Bowl history. Right. But if it goes to overtime and you signed up, you'll get a free pizza from Papa John's. Okay. I, you know, I'll sign up. What the hell? I mean, it's, it's yeah, a free item. pizza. That's exactly what I thought. All right. So what we learned today, Howard? We learned that uh, there's a small vocal minority that doesn't like rape. Or dick wolves. We don't <laughs> dick wolves. Apparently. Exactly. Um, uh, I learned that uh, Steam pulled in over a billion dollars, almost a billion dollars in sales. That's crazy. Uh, we learned how to steal cable. Uh, which would have been more useful earlier today. Um, uh, let's see. I learned that the game of the year was World of Warcraft Cataclysm. I learned that uh, Swedish mob bosses were responsible for the uh, worst handheld ever. I learned that my PayPal account is Emperor1G at Cox.net and we need money for new goddamn mic stands. <laughs> I hate these things. Even now, you can see the thing is starting to slide out. How many yeah, times have I, I adjust my microphone? They can probably hear it when I adjust it. You can probably well, hear if you it. do it like that, yeah, you just sit around. You know. I hate, well, I'm being a little more pronounced, but right. I hate these damn mic stands. I'll take a picture of them before I throw them in the trash. Because <laughs> I will. I'm not keeping them. There's no point. What else did we talk about? I learned that you've recovered from your near-paralyzing accident. Yes. I feel a lot better. Although I have a cold right now, so that's kind of sucks. Yeah, you kind of fight that off. Yeah, I feel pretty good. My, my dad ended up catching it. Apparently, uh, I have a better immune system than him because he's white. He's done nothing but lay in bed all day. Whereas I am young and sprighty. <laughs> I also learned that um, they're rebuilding the Minecraft server for all the... Cult of the Emperor stuff, the castle, and right. Ketsukan Mountain, and the rest. What did we talk about? I learned that uh, February 13th, Alpha Geek uh, Radio will oh, be interviewing Paul and Storm of Wootstock. We should try to interview Jennifer. You know him. No, actually, him no, I don't know. Oh, I thought you, I thought you had met him and talked to him. All I had him. met him, well, yeah, for all of you know, a couple of minutes. Oh, I thought you actually had some interaction with him at the convention. That's oh, I'm, like I said, I was I was running the autograph session, so, you know, the end of the autograph session. Oh, it's not like I... Right. Exchange information. Okay. All right. All right. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to uh, join us on Twitter and Facebook. Facebook, Emperor's Court. Check it out. Twitter, Emperor's Court. All of them. I want to thank our sponsors, Type Frag Ventrilo Servers. Our planning program ourselves. Use Type Frag Ventrilo Servers for all your gaming needs. And Audible.com. Right now, if you go to Audible.com, you can download a free book. Learn more at Audible.com. I encourage you to check out all of the other shows we have going on uh, here at VTW. Uh, 2040, you've got uh, Go Hex and his uh, The World Strikes Back, you've got Octane Hordak vs. the World, minus Hordak, you've got Casually Hardcore, you've got, so uh, I think White wins rinse repeats on highest for a couple weeks, you've got Difficulty Check, you've got uh, uh, Master Queef does Podcraft, and all the rest, tons of shows, take it out btwproduction.com, also don't forget the home of the guard, clan1g.net, go guard, and I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in, of course, for you, we want to do this, I want to thank none left. Our show contributor and IRC bitch, he is Johnny on the spot all the time. Very reliable, and we appreciate all the help that he gives us. Anything else, Highlander? No. Fuck the snow. I'm tired of the snow. Yes, that's why I, that's why I moved to Orlando in the first place. I gotta tell you, it was pretty nice not having snow. A little strange not having snow at Christmas, but I dealt with it. My mom says there's a lot of Mexicans in Orlando. Uh, Hispanic people? Yes. A lot of Hispanic people in Florida. Mexicans? I don't know about that. Cubans. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one last time. And God, I sound like a shill, but with any luck, this will be the only show I have to do this. PayPal, Emperor1G at Coxnet. Real quick, before we head out, let's check the account to see if we've got enough here to shut it down. If we can do it all in one show, in three hours would be fantastic. I won't have to do it anymore. I, I really feel like a real tool when I pimp for money. I know some other shows on this network constantly ask for donations. I'm so, What do they call Tips. Well, that's because they're whores. Yeah, no thanks. So... Uh, oh, well, alright, we got uh, a nice little uh, contribution there. Let me 
click the details here so we can get the proper uh, thing. Subject, Holly Dotson has just sent you $5 to PayPal. Apparently no particular reason as to given, just there you go. So that's from Digit. Thank you, Digit. Much appreciated. Every little bit helps, ladies and gentlemen. We're almost there. Kind of. We're about, eh, not quite two-thirds there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I will, well, we will see you all next week. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody.